Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 481 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, March, excuse me, April 10th, 2022. I am Chris, and boy, April 10th, 2022. That means we got five days till taxes are due, boys. Willie Nelson, you square with the tax man yet? Is my name Willie Nelson? <laughs> I don't do taxes. I'm, I live up to my namesake. You hear me, government? Fuck you. Okay, now he's so, in trouble. So Willie's going to jail for tax evasion? Legalize everything. Is Willie Nelson. I don't know. I'm just uh, going with the Willie Nelson bit. I don't know if it's working. We're going to need a new host when Willie gets put in jail for tax evasion. Because even in the cushy white collar prisons, they won't let him do a podcast, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Mr. Anthony Bachman, are you square with the tax man? As uh, square as can be, fucker didn't send me enough money, though. Some bullshit. Tax man never gives us the money we want. They take all the money. Take it all. It's something I don't understand. There's income tax, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then there's also sales tax that you have to pay when you buy anything. So you're taxed mm -hmm. at least twice for everything you get. Basically. No, because that, that product you buy sense. is not then taxed as part of your federal income. And, and, and you know what? Let me bring this up, too. Uh, I probably said it before, but Chris, Mr. West Virginia. Yes. The West Virginia Turnpike can suck a dick. I don't disagree. But the West Virginia Turnpike. Why is it a toll road when it's in that bad of disarray? Because every road in West Virginia sucks. Then don't be a toll road. That You have don't, two options. Don't ask. Be a toll road and have good roads. Or don't have a toll road and have shitty roads. You're asking me to explain the logic behind how the state of West Virginia handles road maintenance. There is no logic. I live in this state. It's just you drive around the potholes. You know how a drunk driver is constantly swerving all around the road because they think they're about to hit something? That's how a sober West Virginia driver drives because of all the goddamn potholes. We're always just like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, and just jerking. Oh, yeah, the they catch around. the drunk drivers because they don't try straight. and swerve them. They just yeah, boom, 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 boom. Exactly. I wish I could say I was kidding, but one of the roads that I leave when I was having to go into the office from my house, I kid you not, I had memorized the pothole pattern because when it rained, you couldn't see them. <laughs> so you would know the people that drove that road all the time because we'd all be following the same meandering path. And the people that didn't, you just hear as they'd hit these giant puddles and drive through and probably bend a rim. It's terrible in this state. The roads are terrible. I have no excuse for it, and I don't know much about the turnpike because I don't live in that part of the state. Fair enough. Yeah, that was up here. when I was doing that trucking thing. Yeah, that was the worst fucking state to go through. I don't disagree with you, man. I don't like Southern West Virginia, and I live in West Virginia. And I used to hate driving through Virginia because usually when you have to go to Virginia, you're going through Virginia. It takes so fucking long to go through Virginia. Jesus Christ. And that's before you get to places where there's lots of traffic. Yeah. It's like, oh, trees. Oh, hey, more it's trees. still not as bad as driving through. Never done it. Yeah. Uh, dude, I kid you not. You could lock the cruise control in at 70 miles an hour and just go to sleep. And you're not going to hit anything because <laughs> it's just the interstate is just straight ahead and there's nothing there besides corn. That's like uh, Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska's I mean, how you walk in your wheel nothing, to go There's straight. like three trees in the whole state. Well, mo a lot of cars nowadays have lane keep assists. I mean, this is obviously an exaggeration and kind of a joke. But, I mean, in theory, when you're in Kansas on the interstate, well, there ain't much to worry about. 
I mean, that's just beeps at you if you get too close to a line is what it is, right? Well, it depends on the vehicle. My car, for instance, if you ignore it enough times, will disengage, and some other cars will also pull over automatically if you ignore the lane key. What do you system. mean disengage? Like, where you can't push the accelerator? It'll turn everything off and make me and start beeping insanely at me and put me back in control and disable it for a time. I mean, I hope it will let you at least steer away. Yeah, Otherwise, like, nope, let, you're locked in what that. you fucked up with. But my understanding is some of these cars that have like this advanced lane keep assist and driver assist stuff, some of them now are designed so that if you try and cheat the system, it basically just pulls over and says, nope, you have to drive on your own now. My vehicle has one of the where it beeps lower at you. I turn that shit off. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in a lane. I'm a good driver. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, my car More has than, that too, and it thinks you're well, leaving the lane. I'm like, no, I'm hugging the right side of the lane because the middle of the road's terrible. Stop beeping at me. Uh, well, I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm probably a better driver than both of you combined. Do you have any evidence to back that up? I've probably driven more than e both of you combined already. Do you have any evidence mm. to back that up? Yeah, it's right here. For those on audio, Willie's flipping us the bird. Yeah, a little bird whispered in my ear and said, tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet. Oh, I love that song. Trunk full of amps, motherfucker. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shoot, what the You were going to oh, start yeah. the show with some stuff on PlayStation news, right? Uh, well, or I mean, not an right anecdote now. on PlayStation stuff, wasn't it? I don't remember what it was. You had something you wanted to start oh, no, the show with. Oh, I'll finish that a little bit later, but I actually have something first that I want to say. Uh, it might. Uh, Is it controversial? Probably. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so I think. I mean, I've probably been feeling it for a while, but I didn't really think about it. Marvel fatigue is setting in, man. Bullshit. It's like I, 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 I get it. I get it. it. It's going. It's still going. I'm not. I'm not saying it shouldn't be a thing, but I'm caring less and less about it. I think that could be the case for some folks. I mean, some folks are really invested in seeing the end of the story with all these characters they knew, and now it's introducing a bunch of new folks. They're like. I get it. See, the end of the story? What are you talking about? Have you seen comics? Their story never ends. Yeah, yeah but for, exactly. from a narrative standpoint, though, we kind of got to see the end of the big overarching art plot that a lot of people had bought into and gotten interested in. So people yeah. aren't necessarily as interested in, oh, what's going to happen with this Loki thread that ties into Doctor Strange that ties into this? Because it's not as much about the characters that they really followed as strongly in phases, what, one through four? Mm -hmm. I get it. And the, the greatest cinematic run in history? Are we still in phase four? I couldn't remember if we're in four or five now, I'll be honest. Is it three in with Endgame? I couldn't remember if or, three or four ended with Endgame, I'll be honest. Or did in with uh, uh, no, uh, Far From Home? I don't remember. Far From Home was the end of the OG stuff, for lack of a better term. was how It was a yeah. bookend. Yeah, I think that was supposed to be like the end of the, 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 the Infinity Stones saga. Yeah, that was the end of the Infinity Saga. So I guess this should be the better way to phrase it. I get where people are not as invested now that the Infinity Saga is pretty much done done away with and they're ready to start on something else. I get it. That being said, I understand where you're coming from. I don't know that that necessarily applies to the public at large because look at the insane box office there's been for Marvel stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll give you that. I think it's what really uh, started actually making me realize it is they were talking about, like, since Daredevil and all, all the Netflix shows are now on Disney+. Plus. Like, how are they connected? Because because Matt Murdock was in, in, in No Way Home, it's, and Kingpin was in Hawkeye. Like, like these same characters. And, like, they said they're the same characters, but some people still want to argue about it. Like, and I'm just sitting here like, I, I, 
I don't really care, man. I fucking like the Daredevil That's show. Fair. Kingpin was the best character. I don't out of all the Marvel. I don't care what you want to tell me. That's fair. So I think there's also another way to look at it is you might be connected to folks that are a bit more dialed in than the conventional person like to get into that fan theory and speculation stuff. Whereas, and this is not how I intended to sound. It'll probably sound terrible. Your normal person, which air quotes there. We're not. You call me a normie? No, I'm saying you're not a normie. Yeah. He's saying you're not. I'm saying you're not. You're clued into those. He's right. The folks that are just like, Hey, I'm going to watch them as they come out. Aren't necessarily as interested in dissecting every little bit and piece of, Oh, Matt Murdoch showed up. So what does this mean? How's it fit into the timeline? Stuff like that. So the answer is we don't know till they tell us. Exactly. Although it was the answer. Yeah. There was, there's a bunch of interesting speculation, like, because I enjoy reading the theories and stuff on like some of the subreddits, like the Marvel studios subreddit and stuff like that, but nobody knows anything. So it's just kind of fun. And at the same time, we're still kind of in a lull from the massive onslaught of Marvel content. Because they're, they're dishing it out, but I don't think it's as much as they'd originally planned because, you know, pandemic and things like that delayed a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and everything got moved around. Okay. Uh, according to what I'm finding on the Wikipedia, Phase 4 started with Black Widow, Song-Chi, Eternals, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay. So Endgame was the end of Phase 3. Phase 4 includes the wrap-up and kind of the build-up into Phase 5. But yeah, here, I'll, I'll remind you of this, Willie. Uh, remember uh, Wanted? The Angelina yeah. Jolie, um, James McAvoy movie. Good movie. The comic that it was okay not movie. really based on was great. Okay movie. Yeah, somewhat that. named after an amazing comic based on supervillains that some producer was convinced the comic book bubble's going to pop. We can't do supervillains in a movie. Let's make them assassins. That was 2008. I thought it was more of like a budgetary thing where we no, can't it was literally this. a chicken shit that said that they they believed that the 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 bubble was going to pop and that no one was going to buy comic book movies. Fourteen like that was years banking, ago, not actually any concrete. I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's good enough for me. You know, that movie was a one of the most weak sauce shadows of a great comic book story I've ever seen. It's it's probably one of my least favorite adaptations because it's an okay movie oh, that should that. just be called Assassins. That has nothing to do with the comic book wanted other than the main character's name. And that he's an assassin, pretty much. Right. Well, yeah, they just tried spot. to give, but, uh, uh, they co- <clears throat> somewhat tried to give the main character's ability to every person in the movie, which was fucking stupid. And they didn't yeah. have a shit monster. The well, movie was oh, supposed yeah. to have a shit monster, damn it. But, I mean, the movie did something cool that was original, and that's the bullet bending. I know it's not physically possible, but it still is cool. They cool, had a cool shit Trump over realism. Yeah, but the shit monster would have been cooler. I mean, well, I mean, the scene where he figures out that. how to kill that character, because in the comic, the killer's super ability is he can figure out how to kill anybody. And when he figures out how to kill the shit monster, that scene was fucking funny. Well, as I mean, that wasn't that original, because look at Dogma. They had a shit monster there, the Gold Goliathan. That was that was the Gold Gothan. But Gold-Gothan, yeah, they, yeah. They yeah. beat him with a, a spray. <laughs> <laughs> Some potpourri. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, pe- there, lots of people think like the comic book bubble is going to burst. There, there's too many comic book movies. There's too much of this, too much of that. Marvel's been, Marvel and DC have been printing comics for 80 fucking years. There is nothing but story out there. There is so much story. Been. You can pick apart the good ones and just make movies out of those for the next 40 years. And they'll still have plenty of material to work with. 
Oh. The more combo movies we get, the happier I am. Because it means the the less Justice Leagues there are and the more freaking end games there are. You gotta take All the right. good with the bad. Alright, and uh yeah, since we talked about that, there was also something else I wanted to mention. Chris already knows. But I thought this was just interesting as fuck. Uh I'm gonna sing a little bit because no one knows it by its name, Chris. No one knows it by its name. Bachman, do you know the song Tom's Diner? No. You do know it's the song where the lady goes, do 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 That she's literally singing those sounds. And then the man in the diner, but yeah, that that song. Okay. Yeah. That version that you know is a remix. The original from her is just acapella. And yeah, she heard uh, they were about to sue the people who did the remix. Uh, and she's like, hold on a second. No, 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 no. Hi- pay them, hire them, get the rights to that song and put that out. Nice. Yeah, it's Suzanne Vega. Yeah, that's it. I knew it was Vega, but I couldn't remember her first name. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a good one. That's Vague. a classic. Yeah, 87, man. I was, I was nine. I thought it was nine. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, originally released in 1987 on the album Solitude Standing. Suzanne Vega. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no one knows it by its name. I remember the 80s. I remember. Yeah, but you don't remember by its name. That's the whole point I was getting at. Yeah, no, I don't think I, yeah, I don't think I knew the name of that song. I actually was looking for that song. I was like, all right, I want to put this on my playlist. What's the, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember any of the lyrics. Well, I just remember the do, 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 do part. So I went and Google (laughs) and did voice to, to, to search. I was like, song that goes do, 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 dot, 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 do, do, do. And motherfucking Google had my back that day. Wow. And actually found it just off that. That's amazing. They've actually got, they've got an update in there. It can basically be like, what is that sound that goes like, and then you can make the sound or the beat or whatever, and we'll try and figure it out now. It's pretty cool. Nice. Actually, yeah. that's the only time I ever won a radio trivia show. One of the radio call-ins was uh, the country music station up in Everett when I was in the Navy. The, you know, getting ready to go into work in the morning, I was listening to the radio, and they had, what was it? they said, oh, what song has 16 na-na-na's before it says the name of the title? And, like, fucking instantly grabbed my phone and called. Batman. Yeah. Batman. Yeah, is it 16 Alanas? <laughs> oh, I thought that I thought the Beatles song started with na 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 na. I thought it started with that. But well, a bunch of Hey, 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 goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, but there's not the 16. No. I, I don't fucking it, count it them in. The, yeah, it's the theme song to the 66 Batman. It has 16 Alanas. All right, how about this? What song starts with 12 church bells? I'm going to guess lots of songs. Exactly 12 church bells Highway before any singing happened. This is off the top of my head, too. I counted them Highway one time. To hell. Highway to hell. Uh, you're close. You're so close. For whom the bell tolls? Oh, you're getting further Enter away. Enter Sandman. You're get, you're, you, you had the right artist the first time. I don't Which know. Which was ACDC, right? Yeah, it's Hell's Bells. Hell's uh, Bells. Oh, yeah. that works. Yeah, I counted them. Shit, or was it 13? Fuck. <laughs> I counted them. But it's now I don't remember 13. what I counted them. I was I told there'd be no like, math. I counted like 10 years ago, man. Come on. And we know Willie doesn't remember much. So the fact he remembers it was either 12 or 13 10, from 10 yeah. years ago. That's an improvement. Pretty good. Pretty good. Well done, this Willie. This thing is not so airtight as you think. Good job, Willie not Nelson. Not Leaks either. from time to time. Oh, shit. I want to mess up my headphones. <laughs> <laughs>
oh wait we got the new headphones there's no pl- oh, yeah. there's no tape on those yet well the other ones i had to take the tape off of because the tape was a bad idea well, at least that tape was a bad idea because the stickiness kind of seeped through so i oh. felt some stick mm, this was a bad call do you that's not good do you, do you mind so willie would lean on things and get stuck mm. yeah yeah you know lean on me and you'll be stuck with me I mean, he also went to sleep on his pillow and couldn't get his pillow off his head for 30 minutes. I'm, this is the head cannon I'm establishing. Oh, that's because that was already sticky from before. Yeah, that had nothing to do you with the tape on the head. You got to stop pancakes in bed, Willie. Jeez. <laughs> okay, Chris. You got to stop making yogurt on your cushions. one hard rule I live by. No fucking food <laughs> on the goddamn bed. So you would kick her out of bed for eating crackers is what you're saying. Wait. Yes. And where's, wait, that, where's that from? I wait, don't wait, it. wait. Do you consider ready whipped food? Yes, because of the sugar content makes things sticky. Well, see, I like having food in bed. I mean, that's why people <laughs> use Diet Coke with the Mentos shit, because Diet Coke is, well, less sticky. I say it's still Coke. <laughs> well, I know, but I'm saying it's less sticky, because you're going to get that shit on you, man. You don't want to be sticky. Or maybe you do. I don't know. I'm not going to judge you. Who am I to judge you if you want to be sticky? Sometimes you need traction. Doing what? So you can put some hip into it. That's your head. <laughs> yeah, well, when I move my hips, oh, my head audio listeners, too. Bachman just rotated his head around a couple times instead of his hip. It was kind of weird. I rotated my old man hip, but it moves my head while I do it. Did you hear a pop or three? No. I stretched this morning. DP yoga? No. DP yoga. Fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. Evidently, I'm not there... doing DP yoga. There is a song by Kill Whitney Dead called I Wouldn't Kick Her Out of Bed for Eating Crackers. So nice. that that might be one of the places it came from. Well, was it a, was it in like a movie or something? I like, think it was like in a movie Luke or, or a something? TV show. I can't remember. It was, like, I think it's it was like, been like, used in a bunch. It was in a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, but yeah, I would definitely like. I mean, the, urban... the whole thing about George eating like a sandwich during sex. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, the, the That urban... was hilarious, though. The Urban Dictionary entry for it is established as of January 2008, so it hasn't really been updated in a while, but Mm. it is a woman who meets an attractiveness threshold above which you would easily forgive minor transgressions, such as eating crackers and leaving the inevitable crumbs in your bed. The British version of I wouldn't kick her out of bed for farting, while similar in spirit, lacks some of the subtlety of this version. Very true. Their example they give, which is a very dated 2008 reference, Lindsay Lohan might have a little nose candy problem, but still, I wouldn't kick her out of my bed for eating crackers. <laughs> I wouldn't kick my girl out if she was eating lasagna. She's hot. I don't know if I'd want lasagna. I don't know. I don't like eating in the bed either, to be fair. I have things to say, but they're probably inappropriate, so I'm going to refrain. I mean, look, <laughs> the worst is... Because you could call me Andy Do Refrain. <laughs> The worst is when you do get into the bed and you're like, the fuck are there cracker crumbs in here? It's happened to me before because my wife oh, someone's was feel- asking me. my wife was feeling unwell. So I'd brought up some crackers and some soup for her because she was in bed and there were cracker crumbs somehow on my side of the bed. During- All right. In that scenario, I think I'd be kind of OK with it. I mean, she's sick. So, yeah, I know that's why I'm factoring in. Yeah. When you're sick, you're allowed to eat crackers in bed. Not lasagna, but crackers. (laughs) Tell you, my girl's hot. (laughs) You get twice a year, and you're pushing if you use the second time. Does that include the ready whip or not include the ready whip? Motherfucker, I already (laughs) told you, ready whip is not allowed either. (laughs) Why is this a question? 
Really? Next. I thought I thought you were more adventurous in life. Apparently not. Yeah. Okay. I really hate the feel of something on your sheets as you're trying to lay down and sleep. I, I fucking hate it. But there's it. something delightful about having waffles in bed. No. Yeah. It's no. decadence. It's decadence. <laughs> How? Because you're like, oh man, I didn't even get out of bed and I've got these waffles and bit syrup of, and butter. A little bit of butter. I don't even have a little TV crevice, in my bedroom. A little mm. bit of syrup in each little crevice. Mm, 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 little, mm. little pockets to hold all that syrup. About crevice? In the waffle the grid, waffle. man. Get the your waffle. dirty mind out together. We're talking about waffles. waffles For all those who don't waffles, know what blue waffle is, I advise Stop. you to Google Do image not. search with safe search off. Do not. This goes back to like Never episode six of this show where someone else made that same gag. Mm-hmm. And we said, don't Google that shit. And that was actually the title of the episode, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Because no, of that same gag. Yeah. yeah. We have gone you. around in a circle here. In the almost 10 years this podcast has been produced, we have now brought that cyclical, man. All right. For you people about like, I don't know, 23 and younger, I don't know, 24 and younger, whatever, from the ye olden days of the internet, (laughs) you should be blessed by, or uh, not blessed, uh, uh, birthed by fire. So you had to see some of the weird shit to be a part of it. Are we talking about Goatsy? Uh-huh. Yes, that's also part of it. Don't Tub forget girl. lemonparty.org, which is that still a thing? Hold no, on don't a look. I'm no. going to look. You can't stop me. Uh. Lemon. No, but, but there were we need, the, we need a Patreon, and the fourth tier will just be that we'll share Willie's search history. It's an organization, so it's .org. Is that still? <laughs> yeah, it, it's still the same website. It's a, it's just an image. It's the same thing. Wait, what? <laughs> and it redirected me to something else. Oh no. Let's can't let's close that instantly. <laughs> so don't do it on your phone at least. <laughs> you know what? Just to be safe, open up a virtual machine on your computer and look it up. How about just don't? I mean That's like wearing a condom, right? The, the gross out things of the internet, <laughs> I think we've evolved past the point of sending people to Goatsy or Tub Girl or those things like hey, that. Okay, Tub Girl. Why'd you have to bring that up? That one was gross too. Yeah, don't Lots forget the gross. whole thing with I'm not even going to say it. Let's just, no. Two women in it's, one cup. That one. Two girls, one cup. What? Oh, okay. You yeah. just said it wrong. Not on purpose. I thought you did it on purpose. I, I did it on purpose to not oh, refer well, to it. Then you, then you just said it the right way. Why? Because you seem to not understand. <laughs> oh, no, I understood. I was just wondering why. Like I wasn't going to correct you. I was going to let it go. These things. I, would, I didn't even want to say it. These things and it's are, me. Yes, I right. didn't want to say that should tell you something. These things are those evolutions of the internet that we all went through. That that's how we earned our stripes on the internet is someone sent us there one time with a disguised link and we were never the same again. Or it was in my college dormitory where someone kept printing goatsy out and putting on the back of the bathroom stall doors. So as soon as you shut the door. Oh, yeah. I think I remember seeing a while. You remember how, uh, the three DS or might've just been the DS had that little picto chat thing. Where you could draw stuff out and send it uh, to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That I seen someone do goatsy on that. Uh, mm. Oh, they drew it out. So it was, and hey, for those of you that don't know what it is, good for you. Don't go look it up. It's not something you really want to see. It's just something that we it's all not something you want in your seeing life. at some point. If if you're an ignorant uh, deviant and you just don't know about it, then yes, look it up. <laughs> That's an if. You could probably also just do a search for what is and get a 
word based description of it without seeing seeing it yourself. Oh no, you have to stare no, it in its eye. No. Shut that shit down. I mean Negan's not having it. Oh look, wait, hey, look, it's winking at me. Th- this is I mean, <laughs> we're making a joke about it, but it is one of those things that if, if you were on the internet in the mid two thousand early to mid two thousands, this was regular stuff that was that link getting thrown around and disguised and sent you there and I guess I'm kind of glad between 96 and 2002, I was basically on a boat in the Navy and not really on the Internet. Bachman, are you telling me you never stared at a butthole and it winked at you before? Oh, God. (laughs) I plead the fifth. (laughs) I just wanted to bring this up from an interesting historical context of how the Internet See what you did? See what you fucking did? (laughs) That's all I was trying to bring up is the fact that, hey... This is one of those things that's kind of sort of lost to internet Shame, history because Chris. I don't even remember what the hell this started. Shame. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm not either. asking for a recap either. I don't remember either. Good. I, I will on. stop trying to talk about the interesting history yeah. aspect of it then, because yeah. that's all I really wanted to get into. So Marvel fatigue. Uh, 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 Tom's diner winking buttholes. Oh, Opening. I'm just hoping the Flash movie actually is going away. I think they're still going to put it out, but have they, they, we'll see. How much of it have they filmed? It's all done. It's done. It's in post production, but I'm still, I still believe that my theory may have a chance that that movie doesn't exist and it's not a real thing. Out? Yeah, they could shit can it because Ezra Miller can't stay out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Is there a trailer? I just don't remember. No, there's no trailer yet. Okay. There, there's like a mini teaser in that like DC movies that are upcoming. They yeah. showed like three clips from so okay. the alleged Flash movie, I'm along with stuff just from post production. Still, I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm assuming they showed it along with stuff from Aquaman, Lost Kingdom, and uh, the Black Adam. It was all those how, three mixed together. Because how I think I know how it works is the studio doesn't make a the trailer they send it the footage off to another company that does trailers oftentimes and yes i yeah, think usually. i'm not i'm not 100 that how it works but that's how i thought i heard and thought it made unless sense. you're a good director and you have control of that shit like james gunn and you're like no i'm gonna cut my fucking trailer because i know exactly what i want to show to get people super interested without spoiling anything yeah. unlike you know some people where it's like you know the new Bruckheimer movie that's in theaters where we know exactly every fucking step of the movie because I saw the trailer. I mean, you're not wrong. Oh, well, I guess we did transition, so let me hit this bump real quick. <laughs> Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. Hey, we sort of started already, but this is the news of the week. It's where we run down... It's the most interesting and geeky and or nerdy news to have popped up here in the past week or so and share with you guys watching live or listening later. Kind of circling back around, Bachman had expressed his half-joke, half-serious thought that the Flash <laughs> movie may not happen. So the background, the context for that, who aren't aware, uh, Ezra Miller got in trouble again for acting a fool. This is his second time having bad incidents with alcohol and reacting physically. Well, did he have like two incidents in the same weekend? Something like that. And then he'd had yeah, one before. Hear about these other ones. So well, one, he, he was on video choke slamming a fan. A, f- at a female like a fan. Greet. Yeah. Like he literally grabbed a chick by her neck and like slammed her like it was a damn wrestling move. Not try to defend it, but I do want to know the context. Yeah, I don't know. I just I saw the video and I'm not sure Did what the context was. Did she sexually assault him? 
I, I don't know. This was on an Instagram yeah. video of like it was outside crazy. with fans. Yeah. And then, yeah, apparently he got in like a drunken brawl at a karaoke thing or some shit and got arrested. Wait, hold on. I've seen this little skinny dude. I don't care how small she is. I don't see him picking anybody up in a choke slam. That's yeah. kind of why it was shocking. That's why it was yeah, so he's surprising. a little fucker. Yeah. I could pick him by the scruff of his neck with just two my finger and four my thumb and forefinger. So oh, I went over, come on. He he puts on his garbage suit and he's a superhero. Yeah. I went over there's an article on Vox.com. Uh he was arrested last week for disorderly conduct. They're saying one of Hollywood's most well known non binary binary actors has largely flown under the radar until now. Uh last week's arrest caused other reports of temperamental and aggressive behavior to bubble up. One couple filed a restraining order against them while rumors resurfaced that the actor had been having breakdowns while filming The Flash, the upcoming movie set to come out. After spending the last decade or so on the cusp of top-tier celebrity, this was thought to be a starring role that might seemingly be pushing them into the limelight. But now Miller's career may be in jeopardy. Rolling Stone reported on April 6th that Warner Brothers have put all of Miller's upcoming projects on a hiatus following an emergency meeting to discuss their behavior. This potentially includes their two remaining installments of the Fantastic Beasts franchise, as well as all of Miller's contracted flash rolls uh the hawaii police chief who delivered the announcement of miller's march 28th arrest noted they'd been subject of 10 police complaints in the last month and the details of miller's protracted misconduct spree read like the hangover miller had reportedly <laughs> been hanging out at a small town in hailu hawaii living in a hostel alongside a married couple they befriended at a farmer's market on march 27th miller became rowdy at a local bar refusing to calm down despite several requests then they grabbed the micro microphone away from a woman doing a duet of shallow before accosting a man playing darts. So this just reads this latest one is acting drunk and being acting a, fool. a fool. Other yeah, stuff uh, has come up that there Hawaii? were Yeah. There were physical yeah. things before that were caught on tape. And everyone kind of just glossed over that whole thing of him literally choke slamming a female fan or them choke slamming a female fan on tape. On Instagram, yeah. and then yeah, there, I was about to say this is the first I heard that that they are non-binary. That was the first I ever heard. Yeah, of that. same thing for me too. As I was reading this article, but I don't so really my, keep up with Ezra Miller. My apologies for those mm -hmm. that I did not get their pronouns correct. I apologize. Uh, but this actually reminds me of. Uh, do you remember the show Lost and how some of their stars got uh, yeah. uh DUIs while shoot while still yeah, filming got, the yeah. show? Yeah, just uh, you know being stuck on the island for so long, some of them lost their shit. I don't fucking drink. I don't get it. Some people have control issues and shouldn't drink, and yet they do. I, I just mean, don't have a taste for it. I don't want to. So like, I, I get the point where if you're the studio, you start to have some second doubts, second guesses here. Because, all right, the first one we kind of pushed under the rug a little bit and made it so that it wasn't too noticeable. But the more and more you keep acting up out there, the harder and harder it is for us to keep making movies with you especially when you're supposed to play a pivotal role in reestablishing the DC universe. And he has a large <laughs> role in the flat and the uh, fantastic beast movie, which if those get shit canned, who gives a name? Yeah, I mean, the only upside of those is seeing Jude law playing young Dumbledore. And like, it's honestly, it should just be him on camera for two hours that the rest of the stories, the rest of those characters, other than the guy with the creatures are all kind of Matt Mickelson's in it now too, which is pretty cool. Cause he took over for Johnny Depp when Johnny Depp was, mm. All right, Mads is cool. He's, as he's much as I like Mads Mikkelsen, fuck all these Fantastic Beats movies. Fuck anything else to do with Harry Potter because 
J.K. Rowling needs nothing else. Don't disagree. Uh, in the chat room, V says, I was also not aware of them being non-binary until they've been in the news for being a non-binary asshat. <laughs> I mean, there you go. and that's the thing. The news here isn't necessarily how they define themselves. It's more of they've been acting a fool. No. Oh, no, that's just surprising because I never even because I don't think about Ezra Miller. I was like, oh, he's too. Flash. That's it. That's that's as far as I thought about Ezra Miller. That's it. My only thoughts about Ezra Miller is that they're not the Flash. They're not any version of the Flash that's ever been written before. Well, so there's asshole. a lot of fan theory now that they could potentially spin this or do some reshoots so that whatever is done in the Flash movie to recreate things is you could then pivot Grant Gustin into being the Flash. Now, I don't uh, think the, they're going to do it because he's been doing no. it for eight years on TV and is probably pretty ready to be done with the role at some point. Yeah, I can't remember who the actor was, but the, the better one I saw was the guy that played Havoc in the, the X-Men. Lucas Till. Having him. Yeah, Till. Having Lucas Till take over. Because, yeah, literally, like, they can do anything. I mean, the fact that it's so awful that they're going with something as stupid as the freaking Flashpoint movie is the first story anyways. But, yeah, like, Lucas Till looks like one of the a lot of the Barry Allens that are drawn in the comics. Like, there are multiple good actors out there that aren't ass hats currently that could easily play this role and yeah, get rid of the garbage suit, get rid of all connection to the God awful Snyderverse crap and start fresh. I got this. You know who we need to get as the flash. We need someone slender because that'd fit the build. All right. Okay. So we get Christian Bale. To, and you need to go back to the shape you were in for the machinist. <laughs> Dude, that's I want to see thin. flesh let's, yeah, and let's not bone have, and nothing else. Let's not have him almost kill himself again, please. And then what he, did he say? He had like wa- a glass of water and an apple, apple slice every and a, day like or a something? lime. Yeah, yeah, it was and then ridiculous. The, he, then he went and packed on the muscle to be Bruce Wayne. Yeah, which is yeah. Right yeah. fucking that. amazing. Holy shit. But I mean, if you're getting paid millions... I'm sure it's a lot easier to do it like that. Yeah, but that's got to F up your body in some way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah. To do those drastic swings, your body probably is not happy. Me and Jenna were talking about it last night. Yeah, because it's the same thing that um, uh, fucking All Right, All Right, All Right did to himself. McConaughey. McConaughey. When he lost all that weight for um, the detective show, True Detective. True Detective. Or not True Detective, but... uh, Oh, yeah. did True Detective uh, after Dallas Buyers Club because he it. lost all the way from Dallas Buyers Club. He lost all the fatty tissue in his eye sockets. And when you look at him in True Detective and then all the preceding movies, even after he put the weight back on, he still has like a sunken kind of hollow eye socket look because your body doesn't replace fat cells where you've had them after you lose them. He lost so much weight and got so skinny and small. His body ate all the fat, you know, he'd been storing. Like, those little pockets, like, little bits of fat, they could have been there since he was a baby. Like, that could have been actual, like, child chub that, you know, just a little tiny bit that, you know, your body held there. But then once it's gone, your body's not going to put it back exactly where you where it was. God damn so, yeah, it, now I'm self-conscious. Uh, but, I mean, look at McConaughey post-Dallas Buyers Club. He has a sunken look to his eyes that won't go away no matter how healthy he is because that your body just doesn't put fat tissue back where it was you know, when you lose such drastic weight. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's some of the shit that these, da- these actors do is fucking dangerous. Cause yeah. Like the machine is Christian Bale. I've seen that movie. He's scary looking in that yeah. movie. He lost so much weight. He, I mean, I mean he, yeah, they said he was doctors told him weight. to stop. Yeah. They, they said doctors on set told him to stop doing what he was doing. And he kept going like the dude's crazy. 
I mean, committed, very committed, but crazy. Like, yeah, well, she yeah, is yeah. not healthy and it's I dangerous. Mean, if you're crazy, you might be committed. True. Ah, <laughs> I'm not trying to make light of it, just a pun. Yeah, I, that's what I assumed was the case, my friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I don't know who's listening, man. I just got to stay because, you know, it's just, I like puns, man. I like wordplay. I, I guess that's a bit of a dark humor. Mm. I don't know how dark that one was. I mean, it wasn't Jesselnick dark. Let's put it that Depending way. upon how close it mm. hits home to you. Yeah. I mean, that that's my current king of dark comedy right now is Anthony Jesselnick. He's got he's got some great, great fucking jokes. If like, you that like dude dark comedy, is hilarious. If you like dark comedy that makes you go, oh, I shouldn't laugh at this, but it's really hilarious. Just his joke is... about his neighbor with Alzheimer's is one of my favorite jokes of all time. <laughs> it's, oh, it's terrible, but it's hilarious. It's one of my favorite fucking jokes of all yeah. time. Since you're giving the joy on that man's face. My recommendation, if you like shitty comedy, listen to Amy Schumer. <laughs> Ironically, he used to date Amy Schumer. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Not because of what she looks like, just because of how fucking horrible of a person she is. I just never like, thought Why would you want to be funny? with the person who's like that? And who has been accused of joke th- thievery? Go fuck yourself. Are you still jokes? Like Carlos Mencia. Mm. Oh, yeah, him too. Or Ned, as his name is. I don't care if he fucking changed his name. Your name's still Ned. Ned Flanders. I don't know about Flanders, but I, I know his name's Ned. Oakley Doakley. He's a doodly oodly. You guys ready to move on to the next news story? Oakley Fuckley, I am. Yep. All right. Uh, I'll go next with mine because it's relatively quick. Uh, Wait, there is next with your. We didn't do a news story yet. Well, we we oh, sort we of did kinda. a group one, which was the Ezra Miller stuff. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Keep up, Bachman. Jesus, man. What? Act like a professional. No. So I, I know because we don't get paid for this, so we're not technically <laughs> professionals. That is true. True. So the producer of the Fast and Furious franchise announced late Saturday night they had a new addition. Joining the crew for Fast and Furious 10. Did you guys see who's coming on board? They're making another one. This is the final one. Another one. No, no, yeah, sure. Supposedly Fast and Furious 10 is the final one. I got a hundred dollars right now. This is the Fast and Furious franchise hits 13 movies before the Friday the 13th franchise. does. I I still haven't watched the ninth one. I bought it, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. (laughs) I need to. Let's see, Wait, is this a different remake? character than the one that Jason Momoa slipped and let uh, let out that he's getting to work with? I don't know because I didn't see that news story. Ah. But last night, as we record this on April 9th, Vin Diesel announced that Academy Award the winner 10th. and best known to many of us as Captain Marvel portrayer Brie Larson would be joining Fast and the Furious cast. Oh, you nice. got Pilgrim's ex-girlfriend. Yes. Yep. And other new cast members that we've already found out about is Jason Momoa. And Daniela Melikor from The Suicide Squad will be joining. That, is that Ratcatcher 2? That's Ratcatcher 2. Nice. Okay. Yeah, tell, that chick was awesome. The Suicide Squad. I still don't know which one that one is because I'm never going to remember. That's the second one. Ever. I'm never going to remember James Gunn got that. the the. That's all you got to know. James Gunn got the the. Oh, and I I'm apologize. I did that, misspeak man. slightly on this. Uh, plot details are currently unknown, but good news. Justin Lin is returning to direct, and I like his work there you go his fast and furious flicks have been fun and he did the best of the new star trek movies star trek beyond is badass and Mm. i will die on that hill and they did (laughs) also say fast and furious 10 is slated to hit theaters may 2023 
while the second part of the two-part finale, Fast and Furious 11, is tentatively scheduled to arrive in February 20. So you're already getting another movie. See how fast that was? I misspoke. (laughs) This is a two-part finale for the series, is what they are saying. It's still two different movies. But the question is, do you count the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff as Fast and Furious movies? Because I'm sure they'll do another one, in which case... It's that called the Fast and Furious presents so, Hobbs and Shaw. So that technically, is a Fast and Furious if you movie. count it or not count it, it's whatever. So technically, we'll be at twelve movies when Fast yes. and Furious wraps because of the Hobbs and Shaw one. If they do a sequel, then you'll get to thirteen. Yep. And, and let's be like honest. I, I guarantee there will be thirteen Fast and Furious movies before we get a thirteenth Friday Thirteenth. Which all they need to do is one more. There's been twelve movies called Friday Thirteenth, or well, twelve movies in the Friday Thirteenth. Jason Voorhees franchise. They just need to do one more, but we're going to get two or three more Fast and the Furious movies before that happens. If they do another Friday the 13th, I hope it's titled Friday the 13th Squared. Squared. That'd be funny. But no, uh, Jason Momoa apparently let it slip that he gets to work. He's excited to work with Oscar winner Charlize Theron, who oh, yeah. is back. She was back in the last one, too, I think. Yeah, but uh, uh, apparently people didn't know at the time that he was talking on his interview. And apparently it hadn't been announced that she uh, was coming back for the next movie. I just assume everyone but Paul Walker is going to come back at this point in time. Pretty well, much. No yeah. shit. Well, yeah. they could CGI him as what, but it would be in poor taste. That's what, well. And the rock, It'll, because ex- we extremely. know the rock won't be back. Yeah. The rock won't be back. Cause he doesn't want to be on set smacking Vin Diesel around, which apparently would be the only reason he would want to be on set at this point. Dude. Yeah, the worst now he's one got was, Jason Satan to do that with. Yeah. The worst one was when like, J- Vin Diesel started part. coming out on Instagram like, oh, we're going to bring Dwayne back. And he was like, no, we talked about this. <laughs> no, no, you're not. That I wasn't coming back. <laughs> and putting this out in public is not going to make me come back for this. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I've already stated you're an abusive ex. Stop trying to put my name in your mouth. Well, yeah. I mean, if you go, I don't remember the exact context of it. like Vin Diesel posted this like giant long Instagram post about what they wanted to do, what he wanted to do to wrap things up and like start talking about, oh, I'm going to try and bring Dwayne back and start talking about Paul Walker's kids and stuff. He'd said to Paul Walker's kids about trying to get the cast together. And I was like, dude, dude, yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think even in the rocks comment back, he's like, don't bring Paul Walker's kids into this. Is Vin yeah. Diesel a writer for the movies? He's the executive producer. So He's involved in all sorts of stuff. Yeah, he's yeah, he's helping him probably break the story. He's not actually writing anything, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's involved. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. And Vin Diesel is arguably right that putting The Rock in the Fast and Furious movies pushed him from doing like bit parts and smaller things into becoming like huge mainstream. And like his career got a lot bigger after Fast and Furious. I think that's fair to say he hadn't done like the massive blockbusters and stuff like that. And then kind of got to spin off and do his own things and arguably become the biggest name in Hollywood right now. Plus he owns the XFL, which is kind of cool, which is getting sued. True. By someone who doesn't Chris, know the difference between two different X's. Yeah. Countered your own statement. What? 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 XFL is a big thing, but it's not a thing yet. And it's getting sued. I didn't so. say that. Oh, I thought you did. No, I no. didn't say it was a big You're thing. hearing shit. <laughs> I always hear shit. I'm hearing you guys right now. Wait, are you guys? Like, some of it's even the stuff we're saying. Working? Am I just staring at something and I'm just making all this up? <laughs> yes, this is all. Existential uh, crisis. Could be. Yes, yeah, so that was my news. Uh, Captain Marvel herself is joining the Fast and Furious universe because more superheroes and what is basically a superhero franchise at this point in time. Well, technically, the cars are the superpowered things. Well, yeah. I'm, and yeah, like you know, those people can jump from building to building and fly through walls and stuff and never be injured. 
you know, as as my uh, some of my favorite podcasters, uh, uh, Sean Pryor and all those guys over on um, uh, Culture Trap and refer to it, they, they just call those movies the Black Avengers because they're all yeah. superheroes at this point. They, well, you can't kill them. They can punch through walls like well, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you be built like the rock and see if you go through a wall and see if it does any damage to you. Oh hell no! Yeah, if I if I look like Dwayne Johnson, ain't no wall messing with me. Now the Rock exactly. also had that cool one where he was in the in the cast and just flexed his way out of a cast. That Daddy's got to cool go too. to work. <laughs> is that a Fast and Furious movie? That's Fast and Furious. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll be put. If I build like the Rock, I'll be putting motherfuckers through walls like Keith Lee. Oh, uh. I know I got a broken bone, but these muscles <laughs> keep yep. it in place. That was a nice reference that Willie's not going to get. My muscles. I know. I know. <laughs> Wait, what? What I do? I'm making wrestling references again. I'm watching wrestling oh. bitches. Oh yeah, putting bitches to wall like Keith Lee, the oh. limitless one. Oh, for what? he is limitless. Yeah, he is very limitless. When he put fucking <laughs> when he put big hops to that wall, goddamn, I was a little shocked by that. Yeah, oh, I like that how you were like, talking oh, about damn. putting people through walls, and you're shocked by it because there was a moment in wrestling that I do know about. Is when the Shockmaster came through the wall. Bachman was talking about a wrestling moment where Limitless Keith Lee put Powerhouse Hobbs through wall. And, Willie, you don't watch wrestling, but Powerhouse Hobbs is a giant and he's jacked. Putting him through a wall is a pretty cool moment on television. Yeah, those Although two you... fighting is kind of like Vin Diesel and The Rock and The Fast and the Furious where it's just it's two guys that can't be hurt. That's that just two beefy dudes. Just yeah. slapping beefy sides. <laughs> well, if you want to talk about something, there was, uh, I forget what, when it happened, but there was a match between Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon where there King was the a ring. spot. What? King of the Ring, I bet, is what you're about to cite. Uh, where they were supposed to go through a glass yep. thing and they fucked it up. Yep. And then Shane said, put me through it again. Here, here's the <laughs> kicker. And it right. wasn't candy glass either. It was real glass. Yeah. They didn't have yeah. the fake glass in. Yeah, when oh. stuff like that happens, it's oh. always awesome. That was either King of the Ring 98 or 99. I can't remember. But he uh, suplexes Shane into a sheet of glass. And Shane just hits the glass and slides and, down to the ground yeah. in a heap. And he says, do it again. And Kurt's like, uh, <laughs> okay. Because this is Kurt Angle, very beginnings of his professional wrestling career. And he's like, okay. And does it again and throws him through a sheet of glass doing yep. a German suplex. It's insane. But it wasn't like the start of it was it sorry what it wasn't the start of it was it was like still in like like the it was in the middle of the match if that's i mean it wasn't at the start of his wrestling career it was like a little bit it was at the start of his professional wrestling career he'd been a professional wrestler like a year at that point in time okay well if you've been it for a year he was still early on i get what you mean in the grand scheme of how long he's doing it yeah a year having a year of experience in the ring is not a lot of experience especially when you go back then where people were doing like training and stuff like that and dark matches and stuff to get trained up it's just kurt angle's goddamn prodigy i thought he broke his back in a ring made you know a circled ring and he won a gold medal i thought no he broke his his neck neck oh neck that's wrestled with I'm a sorry. broken neck. My apologies. Yeah. I fucked up and, on that, but you still yeah. get the meeting. Sorry. No, you're I'll good. Kurt, that, that's an awesome one, but that's the kind of thing that you look at nowadays and be like, Jesus, they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no. Shane McMahon's done some fucking stupid shit. Shane McMahon I'm, takes some I, sick bumps. Let's just put it Oh my true. God. Especially for someone who's, you know, not a professional wrestler by trade. Well, he's he, kind of become one, but. 
he he gets paid to go into the ring. He's technically well, a professional. He is now. Whenever he appears on WWE TV, it's not because he's an owner, part owner, or anything like that in the company. He's just contracted talent now. Well, Chris, the definition of being a professional is getting paid for doing said thing. Yes. Okay. So if we're gonna play on, you know what I meant though. It's that he was paid <laughs> to be in the ring as yes, a wrestler. But you know what I meant, which is I know his career. I get that, you. Yes. I get you. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if Willie wants to play master of semantics, <laughs> I will concede defeat to him and I will toss things over to one William D. Nelson for his news. Oh, me, you say. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I have two little small things to go on. Uh, I woke up this morning and thought this was worth uh, mentioning. Uh, there, if I don't know who like Kingdom Hearts here, uh, I'm assuming neither one of you. I've only played through the first one back when it was on the PS2 and then again on the PS4 with the 1.5 release or it could have been, uh, I think is what it was. And then I played through, I think maybe halfway through the second one because I never played that one back on the PS2. But uh, they released a trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4, which I didn't even know was going to be a thing till I woke up this morning. Nobody did from what I understand. It's just a bunch of people logged on and went, the fuck? What happened? Nice. Yeah, but not only did the trailer have that, it ended with a trailer for the Kingdom Hearts 4, but apparently it started off with two separate game trailers for mobile games. And yeah, they look very much like mobile games. <laughs> Which that is what I do know about Kingdom Hearts. They do like to do that a lot about weird off project uh, or off mainline story games on other consoles they do that a lot so this isn't really you know a normal and it's going to be probably part of the main story you have to play it to know the entire story probably too so yeah that's something they like to do but the trailer for kingdom hearts 4 is uh it looks so far at least what was in the trailer it looks like sora is in I'm just. It looks like Tokyo or Japan somewhere. I'm not. I don't know. They show a street sign, and I don't know. I don't know streets or like your know, location, but somewhere in Japan, I'm assuming Tokyo, because why would you not? And a giant heartless appears in the middle of a city and sort of comes and fights him. Now I did see some of the comments. Someone did say like um, it looks like they just put like the little HUD over the bottom where you have your commands and stuff and your health. But it looks like a cinematic that it's going through and not really actual gameplay. Hmm. And they just added those little HUD elements to it in the bottom left and bottom right of the screen. So, uh, yeah, that looks interesting. Zia, anyone have any um, uh, history with Kingdom Hearts perchance? I bought one of them at one point in time when it came to Xbox. It was like nine bucks at at uh, GameStop. I was like, I need to start playing these. I when I was in college, my roommate played through them all the time. He'd play in the living room. So like, I'd sit in the living room and watch him play through Kingdom Hearts. So I'm sort of familiar with what's been going on. Granted, this was also 15 plus years ago, so I'm not as current. But I enjoyed watching the game, and I enjoyed the mind twist of combining Disney with Final Fake that. So I'm intrigued to see where they go with it. But that being said, I haven't played any of the games, and my knowledge is so far out of date that while I can appreciate that there's another one coming, I don't know that I'm really rushing I think the one I played was two when they introduced the gummy pieces for building your own ship. I think I rented it and like realized like how massive and 
like big the gameplay was and how much was going on. I was like, wow, this is not like a weekend rental game. And then um, I've seen uh, the girlfriend's daughter. She's played a bunch of uh, three. So I watched her play some of that. So, yeah, I mean, it does look interesting. Yeah, I love the idea. Yeah, the mix of like the Square Enix Final Fantasy type characters mixed in with the Disney stuff is pretty cool. And like the different worlds that you go to. And I watched her and the, the new spaceship that you have where you're flying around and actually do like space battles on your way to other planets. So it's it's a really interesting game. It's a really cool franchise. If they do another one, hell, I might pick it up. Because, yeah, they always look like they've been fun. Yeah, uh, number three looked interesting to me. I kind of want to play it. But I just haven't had the, 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 the push to go do it yet. I mean, maybe when it's like really cheap, I might get it when it's like five bucks. It, but Square I think Enix, Kingdom Hearts, I just saw right now, Kingdom Hearts three is ten dollars on PlayStation. Yeah, it, Kingdom oh. Hearts three has been pretty cheap. Is my well, I still don't have the push to want to play it yet. So it's it will hit me at some point. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm in the mood for some Kingdom Hearts. Right. I mean, and you've also got the problem right now that you have you can only get things digitally. Luckily, that's your preferred method. Uh, technically right now there is a prime deal on Amazon and list priced at thirty nine ninety nine. Kingdom Hearts three is nine ninety nine, so it's seventy five percent off right copy? now. It is for a physical copy of the game. Oh, thank you, because you know my disc drive is broken on my PS four. You're you welcome. PS five. What happened on that front? Let me PS5 fucking find one. God damn it! That's why Korg is still playing a PS four in twenty twenty five. Well, so side note, I saw oh, an interesting man. story and this sort of delves into that of why you can find the Xboxes. It's not necessarily because of popularity, but Microsoft also paid to get chips ahead of the line. They paid a premium to ensure they would have product out there. So mm. that's why you are starting to find Xbox Series X in the wild a bit more because Microsoft paid a premium to ensure they could have the hardware on shelves. Yeah, Microsoft has the pockets to do so. Also true. I mean, Sony, I'm assuming, also does, but... Not quite the same as Microsoft's pockets. This is not console fanboyism getting into yeah. here. But, oh, I know. Yeah. I wasn't thinking it was. Uh, anyone else have any uh, other uh, things you want to say about Kingdom Hearts 4? It's gonna I'll kick go check off out the trailer after arc. we're done here. I didn't hear either one of you. I was going to say, it says according to this, it's going to kick off a new story arc. So they've done three DS games, three Kingdom Hearts games, and they just finished the first story arc or something like that. Uh, there were some other mm. ones there too. There's yeah, also there some PSP? other mobile games. I, think a I PSP believe. One also, yeah. But uh, yeah. But uh, since that, let me move on to a little secondary thing. And yes, late to this, late to this. But I think it's still worth talking about a little bit. PlayStation Plus is getting an upgrade coming June, and the fact that it's coming to June, and there's still little information about what exactly it is other than pricing and then just some vagueness is a little troublesome to me at least that they didn't sony finally release the official tiers and the pricing yeah but it's still vague there's still no definitions like okay for what you're getting for it yeah there is okay let me go through it okay so Pretty much how PlayStation Plus is now will be the level of PlayStation Plus Essential or just PlayStation Essential. I can't remember the exact terminology for it. Uh, And then, let me see. The second tier, you get 200 some odd games. The Uh, third tier, you get get... PlayStation Plus Extra, provides all the benefits from the Essential tier, adds a catalog of up to 
400, and it has an asterisk, I'm not sure what the asterisk is, uh, of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners. Games in the extra tier are downloadable for play. See, that doesn't tell us what they are. Like, is this like is this well, going to no, be day and date like Microsoft yet. does? Like, that doesn't specify that. It does yeah. say it's, for, oh, from our own PlayStation Studios, but not so much from what that means. And that price is going to be an extra $14.99? No, it's a total of $14.99. Oh, monthly. Uh, yeah. $40 quarterly and uh, $99.99 yearly for the extra. And then the next uh, tier is PlayStation Plus Premium. thought I had a different name, but whatever. Uh, all the benefits from the previous two tiers adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games available via cloud streaming, a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2, mm -hmm. and, which I'm a little surprised about, PSP. Which, yeah. I'm not too uh, sad about that. And they also offer cloud streaming access for original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers in markets where PlayStation Now is currently available. Wait, does that mean it's adding... Like, it's just moving PlayStation Now to the premium? I guess much. What the is PlayStation that... Now is, it's just going to be split up between the premium and whatever the second tier is. Yeah. And then also, uh, there are time-limited game trials will also be a thing as well with the, uh, the premium, which, I mean, sure. Well, why not? Yeah. That's the thing, yeah, where a brand new game comes out and, like, they put it on, they'll put it on the PlayStation Plus premium. You can try it for the first month for free. And then if you want, you can buy it. Otherwise, it goes away. And the pricing of the uh, premium uh, tier is $17.99 monthly, $49.99 quarterly, uh, which is every three months, just stating it just in case, and $119.99 yearly. I'm sorry, $119.99, let me specify, for the yearly cost. So it pretty much doubles uh, what you already do with P PS Plus now. Uh, yeah, the PS1, the PS2, the PS3, and the PSP games. That's what's got me interested. And I think I forget his name. I think he's the head of PlayStation. has been on like a podcast or something saying, uh, like, yeah, all our big names are going to be involved in that. But once again, being vague and not saying what said big names or any examples. Yeah, they're so, just not giving you like the said, game list yet. Being the vague, game list will probably come out, you know, two weeks before it actually launches. That's bullshit. It's coming out in June. It's, you need to have information for this, man. It, June is coming up, man, my man. Thor Love and Thunder is coming out in four months. We don't have a trailer yet. I don't care right? about Thor Love and Thunder. I've gotten that fatigue. I told you about that. Well, you might care if there was a trailer. Maybe. Not really. We're two episodes into Moon Knight, goddammit. Where's my Thor Love and Thunder trailer? What does that guy? What does Moon Knight guy do with this? Because they always wait for the last thing, for one thing to get done, and then they preview the next thing. Uh, and uh, since we mentioned Moon Knight, did you guys hear about uh, how it's getting review review bomb from a certain set of people? Yes. Oh God, I hate those people. I wish they'd go away. The Turkish people? Oh wait, what? 
I thought it was the Snyderverse people. No, it's not. No, Snyderverse. no, 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 no. No. <laughs> I was like, what? Jesus well, Christ. Yeah. Let me take. Let me. Let me. Let me take that one back. My bad. How do my you, bad. How do you no, I thought it was the Snyderverse fuckers. Turkians. Turkish. The Turkish. Turkish. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Don't don't hurt yourself. I was just trying to think. What's the right? What was what's the correct one? Like I don't can't remember. But yeah, yeah, they were U bomb because they because that one throwaway line in the first episode of like when he was talking about like yeah it could Moon Knight could have been used to sa- you know, save this 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 and he talked about and he mentioned the Armenian genocide. Mm. Yeah, and apparently Turkish people did not like that and review bombed the hell out of it. Maybe they shouldn't have killed so many Armenians. I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to get political. <laughs> but that is just a fact. That is a fact of what happened. It was caught. They review bombed because of that. Mm. Regardless of what you think. I forget it was the Snyder happened. idiots again. No, it's not always the restore the Snyderverse. People. Always trying to attack Marvel. Fucking love the Snyderverse. Fuck the Snyderverse. It's shite. Fuck you. It's pure shite. Oh, what you what you want the Joss Whedon universe? Is that what you want? No. Is that what you want? Ever you mean all it's this Justice League where there's a little tiny bit of humor? Yeah, I'd take that over what Snyder did. And the sexual assault charges? Right. Charges. The, what charges? He's just awful. Yeah. Joss no Whedon's not under terrible. arrest. Wait, He's just an awful on. person. How does he write strong women and horrible to women? That makes no sense. Like, what the I, fuck I are you know. doing? I know. That's that's the how, are, how do you? How do you? How are you? How are you a walking contradiction? Yeah, that's emphasis that's, on dick. Yeah, that was a great good one. kick-ass female characters and an awful person. World's full of them. And also another tangent. I saw how the uh, dude who played Xander on Buffy, Nicholas Brendan. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. He really hated fucking uh, uh, David uh, Angels. Yeah, like I don't know, but like, dude, no one cares, man. No fucking cares. <laughs> I mean, me personally, I did not. I hated the angel character myself on Buffy. Fucking hated the angel character. I was like, this is boring. I don't fucking care about this dude. It was don't a much better a character when he was on his own show. It's I, especially when you look at it, it's fucking weird. How old is he as a vampire? Like three hundred something years old. I don't know. Like yeah. And he's wanting to date a pre eighteen year old. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at least Spike waited till she was legal. It's true, and he's <laughs> no, supposed to be the bad so guy. Fucking weird. And he's the bad guy. Yeah. He had no soul. Spike was a better fucking dude. And I'm not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> Something happened in the storyline. I was like, ugh. Mm. Yeah. I still like Spike better than Angel. Yeah, that scene was rough, too. Oh, it was so visceral. Yeah. Ugh. Seemed like fucking Joss Whedon had experience when he wrote that shit. <laughs> I mean, I hindsight and all. Yeah. Why don't we move Probably. into our final news story here instead of retreading a bunch of ground that's already been tread on Joss Whedon? Yeah. What you got Yikes. for us, Bachman? Uh, we got a uh, a budget report from this weekend, or the box office report off of a slash film article by uh, Valerie Etta Hoffer. Uh, looks like she pulled a bunch of stuff from the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, all the golden rings this weekend were grabbed by Sonic the Hedgehog two, and not by Ambu La Ants. Have y'all seen the posters for the fucking Michael Bay ambulance where they highlight the letters L.A.? Oh, yeah, I saw it on a commercial. It's so it's such a weird text treatment. Like it's not it doesn't even seem to be that important that it takes place in L.A. But for some odd reason, they highlight those letters in bright red and make them capital in the middle of the word. So it looks 
I guess maybe just because you can't like copyright the word ambulance, and so they had to do something to it. Maybe, maybe I don't. But know. yeah, it just it looks so strange. But yeah, uh, still the nice. word. You can't copyright just because you color two of the letters, can you? Why not? They did it with the movie Seven by changing the V to a Seven. Well, that that you're changing it to be in very to be in unique at least. You're changing well, a letter, so it's not really if Seven. You capitalize the L and the A in the middle of the word ambulance. That's not really the word ambulance anymore. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's still ambulance. It's just. The two letters are highlighted red. It's still the same word, spelled the same way, right? Well, and you, Los Angeles, Nints. One thing to keep in mind, listener, is that none of us are intellectual property lawyers or attorneys on this show, so we are all talking out our asses. Or owners. <laughs> I am on Tuesdays. <laughs> I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express <laughs> once, though. So That's right. <gasps> I only play a doctor on TV. Uh, yeah, so from the article, Sonic sped past the competition this Friday, beating out Michael Bay's Ambulance, Sony's Morbius, an adventure rom-com, oh, The Lost Morbius. City, which Lost City actually has done pretty well. Uh, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is projected to make 67 to $69 million by the end of its opening weekend. It says uh, the success of the sequel is a hopeful indicator for otherwise sluggish box office. Bay's bank robbery thriller Ambulance trails in fourth place and only drew in $3.2 million on Friday. Meanwhile, Morbius, the weekend's second top earner, ooh, saw a roughly 70% drop since last week opening weekend. So I'm yeah, sorry, it took people. it Morbius took a header and it didn't have a good opening weekend to start with. Yeah. So yeah, Morbius is Morbius got hurt. Word of mouth uh, was not kind to that movie. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, I I told people you should watch that for free when it shows up on Disney Plus or Netflix. Like it's not worth seeing in the well, theater. Well, it won't be Disney Plus because Plus? it's a No, it's a it won't Sony be one. Not until yeah. Disney eventually just buys Sony. Those bastards <laughs> That's not going to happen. You know it. Sony's There's a chance. Big with all the fu- they might. I mean, I guess they could buy their. Movie oh, I'm sorry. Or Someone's maybe? too big for Disney to buy. Are you out of your fucking mind? They already bought 20th Century Fox. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Sony's not just a movie studio. It's it's electronics manufacturer. It's yeah, games. The the, the it, thought that gotten thrown around before bummer. is that they might acquire Sony Motion Pictures. Well, that's why yeah, I said yeah, earlier, like, yeah. I guess they could buy out the the movie, uh, whatever. There, you there call had it. been some folks Production with their company. theories that there it is. Sony was having some money issues, especially when we were deep in the pandemic, in regards to the movie studios, and yeah. that Disney could just come and be, like, hey, you got problems with that movie studio? Uh, we got money, we can make that problem go away for you. Yep. It didn't happen, fair, obviously, but Disney needs to fucking slow down. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Slow your goddamn roll. You don't need to own every goddamn thing. Fuck off. Wrong. I try not to be. Yeah, that's true. But yet you often are. Yeah. So, yeah. What? So the the important thing to know for this weekend is that Jim Carrey beat Michael Bay in the box office. And that's just fucking hilarious when he's the evil guy in Sonic 2. Supposedly Sonic 2 is <laughs> really fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it looks I'm funny. Curious about it. I don't have it kids or funny. anything, but a couple of folks yeah. that are friends of mine, like I took my kids. They had a blast. And isn't yeah. this... Didn't he we, say this is his swan song of a movie too? This supposedly, is supposedly, supposedly Jim this Carrey, is Jim Carrey's retirement from film. So, oh well, you know, so, some people's last movie is Street Fighter. Some people's last movie is Sonic the Hedgehog Two. I so, stopped caring about Jim Carrey ever since weird. Kickass Two, not because of the movie, because he wouldn't do any press for it because he said yeah, it's it was too, too violent. violent. Motherfucker, the story I heard is you saw the first one and wanted to be in the second one. Yeah, yeah, you saw how so violent it context, was. Context. He did the first one 
wanted to do the second one, did it, had just finished doing the second one, then Sandy. He wasn't in happy. the first one. Well, excuse me, he watched the first one. Let me rephrase. Yeah. I misspoke. That's, but then that's Sandy Hook happened and he revisited his views on violence and gun control and things like that, from what I recall. Yeah. So I like I understand the disconnect you would have with him, and I also understand his point of view there. Be like, look, dude, I just saw something happen that's terrible. It's made me rethink a lot of my views on how I want to do movies and pictures and stuff like that. I get that, but you're an actor. You know the disconnect from reality and <laughs> fantasy. Well, you that's should. your job. Yeah, but like I, what? Uh, speaking of which, here's the cool thing: when fantasy becomes reality, from another uh, little little pop-up thing that I found on Slash Film, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman will appear in Better Call Saul season six. Yeah, I was just sending that, that to Stephen while we were talking yeah. here. They were doing a, they did a panel, I think, at the Paley Fest is what it was, and then they came out and basically uh, said, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're coming back. They're coming yep. back. They didn't Peter get any Gould information it. on There's how they're coming back. five seasons of Better Call Saul? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Which, and it makes sense if you're going to wrap that show up that like they would kind of you know bump into the start of Breaking Bad. So like it works. Like It's, it's kind of cool. And I Better Call Saul's bad, by the way. Which is my yeah, personal now, opinion. If, yeah, if that thing's coming to a wrap-up and it's going to end like connecting the two, I think once that's done, I might actually sit and watch the whole thing because I have not watched any of Better Call Saul yet, but also I didn't watch Breaking Bad until it was done. So yeah. it was nice to be able to sit down and watch all of it. Better Call Saul is very good, and a lot of that is because it is just how good Bob Odenkirk is and how good uh, Vince Gilligan and his team are at finding talent and putting them on that show. Like Every actor on that show is fantastic and nails their roles. And I'm like two seasons behind, and it's <laughs> nice. It's, it's fantastic. It's a great, great. Willie's yeah, like, I'll, I'll be looking forward to seeing it eventually. Willie, I did like you Bob w- Odenkirk. Love Bob Odenkirk, but uh, I just don't really care about the Breaking Bad. You know, I've watched, I've watched all of Breaking Bad except for the last half because they separated it. Yeah, the last season and like two different ones. When it's just two different seasons, why say parts? Whatever. Name it however the fuck you want. But yeah, those last couple of episodes, like six or whatever episodes, I just didn't see that last half. And I I haven't cared enough to go back and try and finish it. That's fair. I get it. And that's saying a lot because I cared enough to go back and finish Lost and Heroes. Oh, Heroes is a bad decision. And I don't care about Breaking well, Bad okay. finishing that off. So here's the gauge for your bad television choices. Did you watch and did you finish watching The Cape? I think I watched the first what is the basic premise see. and i'll tell you if i watched it or like at least the first episode it's where he gets powers from his kids comic book or something he gets the same powers as that or something yeah he gets rescued by a cert he's like a federal agent or something like that nearly gets huh. killed in some kind of bust or whatever his partner turns on him i can't remember and then he gets rescued by a circus troop led by keith david where they all have weird abilities or whatnot. And there's one of these things that is a Cape. That's like his son's favorite comic. And then he becomes that. Yeah. I might watch part of the first episode. I was like, Oh, I watched the first nine episodes. There were four left. I'm like, I just can't do this anymore. It's that bad. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Bachman. Dude, you got to stop doing drugs, man. You're having a problem. You have too much crack out over there. Oh, well, you love it. <laughs> For those audio <laughs> listeners, Bachman Damn went it. off and just fucked around in the back of his room, bent I over. I have, I own the box set of that show. Why? I'm why? Because it was like four dollars. 
<sighs> someone have to pay me more than that. I think somebody me. borrowed it though, because yeah, I was trying to pull it off the shelf. Why would someone borrow that? It's terrible. Because it's good, terrible. The only you good thing about the, the cape. Place, Chris, and you're questioning why someone would want to borrow it? The only good <laughs> thing about the cape is the gags that it spawned in community. Oh. Mm. I don't really oh, watch community. So. Oh, well, I'm an awesome person. fantastic. I'm an awesome What's that one? Birth? The one for two first name actor, Pete Davidson or whatever that's in Keith it? Keith Davidson. Keith Davidson. Yeah, he's great in it. Or Keith David. Keith sorry. Keith David. Keith David. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The vice president of the United States. Davis, those butthole eyes. They forever haunt me. <laughs> He's the vice president of the United States in the Saints Row games. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Mother effing Dave. Right the the right. Oh, wait. Was that a choice? I think you could either kick him in the nuts or punch him in the face. Yes, that's what was one of the choices in the very well, beginning. Why would you not? Why would you choose punch in the face? Who chose that? I don't know. <laughs> I love that. No, Saints Row 4, by the way. world. Fantastic game. I love it. I don't know if this new Saints Row game that's coming out is going to be any good, but I'm intrigued. Yeah. I will. I've said it before and I will say it again. Saints Row 4 has the best intro I have ever had in a game. Do you remember it, Chris? Hmm. Yeah. 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 You're stopping the missile going and your character's coming. And then once that song hits, like, wait, it starts coming in slowly. Like it fades in. Like, is that what I think? It no, it can't be. It's fucking Aerosmith. Don't want to miss a thing. Song. I don't want to close my eyes. Like, no, stop it. <laughs> Why are you doing this? It's too good. That now, was look, the as best. someone who was in middle school about the same time that it came out, that song was played everywhere at every freaking middle school dance or anything like that. That was always one of the big songs they played was, don't want to close my eyes. The only thing about that movie that I, re- I mean, not the only thing, but the biggest part that that puts in my head when that movie came out is my aunt trying to indoctrinate me into Christianity because, yeah, Armageddon, it's in the Bible. It's nothing to do with this movie, but it's Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I use indoctrinate. That's, that's I know words. Word. I'm not Floyd Mayweather. You're literate <laughs> is what you're I'll saying. I'll call that back any day. I don't care. Fuck him. Did we have any more on the box office news? I realize how tangentially we went. That's all we got. (laughs) All right. And he can't go Sonic. Go Knuckles. Read from the beginning. So we have hit that happy point of the show where we start wrapping things up. And how we wrap things up on the show is a segment called What I'm Into. It's how we share with you folks watching live or listening at a later date the geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into. Because you may want to go check them out yourselves. And I will kick things off and say... I've been trying to stay caught up on my television, caught up on Picard season two. This last episode was a filler episode, but I've been enjoying it. And I, oh, this will tie into some news. They did announce for uh, Picard season three, the series finale, the return of the entire next gen cast aside from Will Wheaton. Wait, (laughs) why not Will Wheaton? I don't know, but they brought, they're bringing back all the original cast. So Michael Dorn, Gates McFadden, Jonathan Frakes, Marina Sirtis, I'm sure I'm uh, LeVar Burton, Brent Spiner. They're all coming back to do Picard season three. So I only know a little bit about Will Wheaton. Is he all right? Yeah, he's hosting. He hosts their version of, you know, how Walking Dead has their Talking Dead show. Will Mm. Wheaton hosts their version of that for Picard. So I I just wasn't sure if there anything popped up like, oh, he did that. I wasn't sure. It's probably the one character to not come back. It's probably more a matter of the characters they're bringing back are all Picard's peers. 
versus a kid yeah, say, that was yeah. That was say, did Will Wheaton even did, did his character even fucking matter in the show? Really? Uh, no they haven't brought up Wesley at all in the show at this point in time. But well, I mean, when the sh- when he was in the show, did his character really matter? Well, yeah, of. he's the one that drove the ship. Yeah, he flew I the don't... ship. He did. Yeah, I don't know. I never watched yeah. Generate New Generation or whatever it's called. Next generation. Next generation. I'm not a Star Trek dude. I'm, not, I'm barely a Star Wars guy. Barely. That's fair. So they are bringing yeah. back all of those cast members. They released kind of a mini trailer for Picard season three. My understanding is they've already filmed most of it and it's in post production now. So I'm not sure when it's coming out, but I'm intrigued by the fact they're bringing everyone back and it will potentially solve one of the rumors of is Worf the captain of the enterprise still, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of theory and speculation mm. and they did Worf a tie captain? He's captain. He was Picard's first officer when Picard left the enterprise. Captain Worf. And became Admiral Picard. Which is a fun, it's fun to say. Captain well, Worf. Michael Dorn has been advocating for years now. He wants to do a Captain Worf television show, but it hasn't happened, which I think yeah, would sure, be pretty no, cool. It's just, it's just fun to say. It's just fun to say. I don't know why Captain Worf. It has, Worf's it has just a, a fun word, man. Yeah. Get off my dick. So I'm caught up on that. I'm one episode behind on Halo. I don't know, guys. The, it looks cool at times. Supposedly introduced <laughs> Cortana this week, so I'm kind of excited to get to that. I just haven't watched it yet. They put the first episode up on YouTube for like two weeks for free for people to watch. So I don't know if uh, you can also just go to Paramount Plus. Even if you don't have an account, they have a list of free episodes, and okay. it is one of them. I watched it on the Paramount Plus app, even though I do not pay for Paramount Plus. I do not have a free trial going, but you can go to the app and it gives you the option to log in or watch free episodes. I don't think it's the greatest thing ever, but I don't think it's the worst like some people did. I think it's decidedly average. It's like a C plus B minus show for me where I'm at right now. So it's not I mean, like not must I, see television for me. Not that I really cared anyway, but once I heard you guys said last time uh, that, yeah, just takes his helmet off in the first episode. You see Master Chief right there. We already had this argument and mm-hmm. it was yeah, already I explained the story. Bachman watched the episode. There's a reason he takes his helmet off. It's not just to take his helmet off yeah. for the camera. It's a, there's a very solid reason. It makes sense in the moment. It works for the storytelling. And if you're going to pay an actor to be in the show, it kind of makes sense. You know, Big Pablo wants to get his face on screen. Fuck that. Now, fuck you. You can easily write it so it doesn't happen. It's that easy. Well, yeah, Just they could, but it's also could. a showrunner who you didn't bother to read you. the story of Halo and doesn't care about it. Look, he's telling I, the story he wants to tell. We we already had this conversation, but the reason that Chief doesn't take his helmets off in the game is because Chief is a self-insert character. That's not yeah, really what's going on. Because you're supposed to feel yeah. like you're Master Chief. That's yeah. not really what's going on with the television show. Is Master Chief is not Willie D. Nelson. Master Chief is not Chris Farrell. It's not Anthony Bachman. It's John One One Seven. Well, isn't like Master Chief supposed to be like six foot nine or something? Yeah, they're supposed to be yep. supersized. Uh, yeah, yeah. I Pablo Schreiber in that suit probably is damn near six foot nine. Yeah, yeah, with that suit on, he's pretty damn tall. He probably like, is six nine. Yeah, he, I think that it, dude's I, like six four. Is that the number that came <laughs> in my head? Let me look this up right quick because I know he's big. Said he's it. big as hell. I'm curious. I mean, I wanted uh, the action. Halo does a really good job with some things, and then other times you're like, man you burned up all the special effects budget somehow. And this just looks really wonky. Like the armor looks fantastic. The battle scenes are pretty cool, yeah. but sometimes the covenant just look, you're like, Ooh, something didn't go right there. And yeah, part of that, yeah they, they look like they're floating on the screen and they're not yeah. in the reality. Part of that is we've gotten spoiled by what we've seen for special effects on Disney plus television shows, because yeah. they're, 
if there's a budget, it's ridiculously high for all of those things to be able to do stuff. Mm. As we've seen with, you know, Luke Skywalker showing up on screen twice now in the Mandalorian, things like that. He's kind of slender for being seven feet. He says it's only 287 pounds. Like, I mean, of a lot of muscle that you're kind well, of slender. That... He's supposedly pretty jacked. And I guess I know from what I'd seen on people talking about the latest Halo episode, they're all a, a Twitter because Master Chief is shown in the nude this week, I guess. So, ah, okay. Oh, even more maskless. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's just pepper it in everywhere. Really? Would you prefer he wore the helmet while he was nude? Yeah, you just want him to wear the helmet only <laughs> while he takes a shower? Why are you writing him in the shower? What the I don't fuck know. I haven't seen the, the episode to tell that you. We need to see. I what don't know. F- I haven't seen the episode to Once tell again, you why it happened. You can write anything you want. Why do you yeah. choose to be like this? They want to see him in the shower. He's the world's, he's the galaxy's largest leprechaun. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm never going to watch it. It can fuck right off. Other stuff care. I've been getting into. I've been playing a little <laughs> bit of Pokemon Legends Arceus still because they put out free DLC. They gave me Pokeballs. They had some new Pokemon. So I've oh, just been nice. having fun exploring the world. I'm happy they gave DLC. I'm happy and I, I fell back into a trap of a game that I'd been playing on my iPad and phone off and on for like the last seven or eight years. And while I don't watch WWE, I love the WWE super card game they have out there, which is kind of a deck building game. And I, I just kind of bit. I kind of fell back into it this week and just started playing when I had a couple minutes after work before I had to go start on something. I was like, oh, I haven't played this in a while. Let me fire it up. And they did a really good job of making it so me, someone who hadn't played in two years, could pick up the game and start playing again because all of the cards in my deck were useless at this point in time. But they gave me enough free decks and things like that that I was able to build a relatively decent deck and then start competing and playing in the PvP and unlocking other stuff. So where that game succeeds is they do a hmm. good job of making the grind fun, for lack of a better term, of unlocking things. And I think the entire time I've been playing for the last seven or eight years, I've put five bucks into the game. So I'm I'm kind of okay with that. Willie's I'm not. No, you're not okay with that? That's fair. Don't don't don't, don't be a whale. I, I put five bucks in over eight years. I'm pretty sure I've got more than five bucks of enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Five bucks ain't much. Yeah. I, I've sort of started to shift my thoughts a little bit. I think microtransactions and games as a service like that aren't the greatest thing, but as long as you're someone who can control yourself and not go ridiculous, like I pay sixty bucks for a triple A gaming title. And I'll play it for eight hours and have fun with it. I'm not necessarily opposed to every few months dropping like 10 or 15 bucks in a Pokemon Go to get new raid passes or something like that. Or drop like five bucks into a game like this every couple months to speed things up and have a bit more fun with it. And I will give them credit here. 2K Games, I think, makes this game. It's a game you don't have to pay microtransactions to advance in and have fun with the way it's designed is you can unlock things and you can have fun while doing it. It's just, it's a slog a little bit doing it, but I still had fun the entire time. So kudos to them. They make a really fun game, but I also realized as I was playing it, I don't know who the fuck 90% of this roster is. (laughs) Like I unlock a card and I'm like, this is giving some animation. Like it's a big deal. Who the hell are you? (laughs) And I enjoy seeing some of the older cards for like Dean Ambrose. I'm like, Oh, you mean John Moxley? Stuff like that, just mm-hmm. just being a, a contrarian. So I've been playing WWE Supercard a little bit. Uh, what else did I get into? I bought for the first time in probably 10 years a Ring of Honor pay-per-view event on Fight TV. Oh, shit. It was only 30 bucks, and it was the Supercard of Honor that was done WrestleMania weekend. 
And it was a ton of fun. And for those that aren't aware, Tony Khan, who owns All Elite Wrestling, just bought Ring of Honor like about a month ago. So they were basically running the show. And it was a lot of fun. It was uh, it had one of the best wrestling matches I'd seen in years from a team called FTR. They then went and had arguably a better match five days later on free TV on TBS. It was pretty cool. I've been having some fun consuming my wrestling lately. But yeah, 30 bucks for uh, the Ring of Honor pay-per-view was totally worth it in my mind. I was kind of on the fence. It was like a half hour before it started and I was watching the free show because they had like the, the pre-show stuff that was on. They put a couple matches on. I went, okay, this is pretty good. I got nothing else going on tonight. I'll, I'll drop 30 bucks on Fight TV and watch this show. And I didn't regret it. I had a lot of fun. I went back and rewatched a couple matches on there too. It was great. I enjoyed it. Uh, that's what I'm going to get into. Mr. Willie D. Nelson, why don't you go next? Me? You. So um, I've been trying to upgrade my cooking skill a la Sim style by doing it more and more. Um, and I got some got some equipment that I was needed, like a blender for something I made earlier this week. Uh, I made some uh, verde enchiladas. And I made every little part of it. I did everything. Oh, oh, it came out so good. But um, the one thing, uh, have you guys heard of the YouTuber binging with Bobbish? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I have. I haven't really watched him that much myself, but I did see someone reviewing a knife he put out, a chef's knife. And the review of it was pretty much like, yeah, this is not for if you're a pro chef or you know, you know, going to it, you know, going to the kitchen, you know, you're you, uh, not kitchen, like like at a restaurant. You're not. It's not for you. It's not for you. But a home chef, it works perfectly well. It works just fine. And I was like, you know what? You sold me. So I got one. Of the, I got an actual good chef's knife, just a sharp one, because all I had was like those serrated fucking chef's knives, which get the job done, but it's not. It's not it's whatever and this holy shit it's a world of difference i fuck like chopping onions is one of my favorite things to do cooking and this just like oh 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 my god it just goes right through just it. effortless uh maybe not effortlessly but it's just like this goes right through it in fact that blade and not uh, yeah i'm gonna say whoever reviewed that i can't remember that uh youtuber reviewed it I can't remember off the top of my head because I saw it a couple like a couple weeks ago, and it sold me on it. I wish I could remember. I could probably go back, but it's a long time ago. But uh, yeah, I, they were absolutely right. This I have never really used a nice chef's knife like this, and that thing came out the box sharp as fuck. I nicked my finger uh, with it, and I felt it. I was like, oh, oh. So I instantly went and got a paper towel wetted it and just wrapped around. I was looking for band-aids. I can't find my fucking band-aids in EOS 4. And luckily, I didn't even need it. The knife was so sharp that no blood was coming out. Nothing. Yikes. I was like, okay. That sharp's <laughs> that, that, that knife's sharp as hell. Jesus. I was happy with that. But uh yeah, that that no, oh, I was having so much fun just chopping everything. Uh yeah, but I mean I'm talking about I got a Pound and a half of tomatillo tomatoes, you know, little green ones with like the leaves Ooh, going all the way around. Are you making them. your own tomatillo sauce now? <laughs> what? No, I'm making, making my own verde to- sauce. Oh man. Yeah, so I got awesome. pound and a half of those, about four jalapenos. I should have made sure I got all the ribs and the seeds out because I left some and I was like, a little spice, not bad. 
no, no. When I first when I when I first blend, I was like, no, 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 no. That's that that heat is there, and it's a little bit obtrusive for my taste. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not one who likes a lot of heat without flavor, and that's just heat. I Me was too. like, I don't know jalapenos aren't like the hottest, but still, it's like too much heat for what I was trying to go for. Yeah, but uh, yeah, chopped up an onion and like you know just chopped it in half and then chopped it down there, so not chopping it too much because the blender is going to do that later. I'd put those all in there. Uh, I'm sure there was something else. I forget. I put it in there. I roasted or broiled those in the oven to get some nice char on it. Nice. And spritz them with olive oil, of course, first. Make sure those are nice and charred. Flipped them and stuff. And also, two limes, two fresh limes. Just chop them in half, put them in there. And then after I take them out a time or two of broiling and rotating, I get a, like a, uh, click, 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 a, uh, the fuck, the hell is it called? The, the thing that goes in, you use it to to grab things. The long, the long thing, it, I know the term for it, brain. I a grabber? It. Tongs. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why did you guys help me out when I did this? I was trying. <laughs> yeah, tongs. Jesus, my brain. Yeah, I just used that to you know, flip everything around because that shit was still fucking... I use a Pyrex uh, glass, like a uh, rectangle one to broil them all in. Because it works, and I'm also using that to cook the enchiladas in later in the oven. So it works out all which ways. But anyway, yeah, I use the tongs to pretty much rotate them all and grab the limes and just squeeze them out after a time or two of uh, broiling. So they even have some nice color to them, too. I mean, they're not going in the blender. I'm just broiling with the stuff and with the lime juice. Oh, lime juice tastes so good on stuff. Fresh mm, lime juice. It sure does. Did you use a little bit of the lime zest also? I did not because I was broiling it all with it. Okay. So I didn't think gotcha. it was. I'm trying. And that lime, I'm adding. I added ec- an extra lime to the recipe anyway. So I was like, I and it, it's a good. It's the perfect amount of lime in that sauce. And then I took it all out. And I also added garlic, whole garlic cloves to it Ooh, yeah. af- after a time or two of broiling. Not in the very beginning because I don't want you don't want to overdo garlic. And then I put all that into a blender and blended up to my own verde sauce. Oh, do you want to know what I did to the chicken? Do you want to know what I did to that chicken? What'd you do to that no, chicken? I don't oh, want to know what you did to that chicken. There, and I put some more onions in there, cooked it after the chicken was done. And then I put all that, put some water in it, and then I put an equal amount of wine into it. I'm cooking with wine. And I don't even like the taste of wine, but it cooks. The two, the three times I've done this, the wine taste is cooked out. Like, there's no that wine taste. Like, you know, when you're drinking wine, you know this wine. Yeah. Yeah, had none of that. It just adds the acidicness and the sweetness, and that's all it does. And I'm happy for that. And yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Let that sit in the in the thing, just simmering for a good thirty minutes. And that, and you're supposed to pull out the chicken and shred it up. And it was pretty much all sh- already shredding by itself by that point. Oh, those chicken thighs nice. were nice. Yeah, and I put my own seasonings into it. Blam, blam, blam. And it all and it all came in, and you just wrap them up in a burrito and cook them in that same Pyrex thing uh, for a while. I did I did put it in there before to try to get the uh, tortilla shells to cook a little bit, to harden up a little bit, fry them up a little bit, just because at last time I did that they were a little too soft, like they're a little kind of mushy almost, and they kind of did that a little bit this time, but less so. So bake them for longer next time. Bake them for longer next time. So it's all, it's all, it's an evolution, man. You get better and you get better and you get better. 
And these uh, and these uh, these came out great. Shredded the Monterey Jack and the and the cheddar to put in. Oh, 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 done. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, Willie, yeah, that was that's wh- probably my most intense cooking recipe as of now. What's up? When you make this stuff, are you taking any pictures of it or anything like that? Have you started like your own little Willie Cooks oh, Instagram this, page? No, or I can take a picture of the leftovers. Still plenty of leftovers yeah. right now. Like I can take a picture of the leftovers. But it, but the pictures, what are they going to do? You can't go, oh, that sauce. <laughs> I had to modify my sauce. Like I said, it had too much heat. So I had some Roma tomatoes in my uh, fridge. So I pulled those out and uh, chopped them in quarters. Mm-hmm. And I was adding little by little to those. It kind of muted down this, the hotness level. And it also kind of gave it a little bit of more earthy like uh, uh, te- flavor to it. So right. it was not bad. Actually, pretty good. Worked out well. I was doing it to mute down the hotness. And it just had another effect to it. And I was very happy with that. Start out by just adding some more salt because uh, it needed salt anyway. Like, mm, yeah. But yeah. And I was just blending it more and more with the extra stuff. And it came out so good. Uh, I've also made uh, last weekend uh, honey cornbread muffins. Those were came out good, too. Although the first time I made it, made a mistake because the recipe said to put all your dry ingredients, mix it around it, and then put all your wet ingredients, mix it around, put it in there. And they said to put the honey in the wet stuff. And I was like, all right, did that. And I started starting around. And when I started pouring all the wet into the dry to mix it up, all the honey pretty much did was sink to the bottom and layered on the fucking bottom of that bowl. I was like, (laughs) fuck. So the second time I made it, I was smarter this time. Mix all the wet ingredients minus the goddamn honey. The honey. There you go. And And as I put the wet into the dry, that's when I added the honey right into the bowl with the dry already. So it all just mixed up. Yeah, it came out a little better. I think, I, although it's still, I still need to do next time I make them, I think I'm definitely going to, when I preheat the oven, I'm definitely going to preheat the muffin tin as well. Because I think it's just not getting done enough in the center. The tops are definitely done. Or I just need to not put as much in. I think that's probably the go-to. Probably preheat and put less in it. I think that's what I need to do. Well, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I, I like these Willie's Cooking Adventure stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else? Oh, yeah. I, of course, I might have mentioned this. I'm also baking my own bread a lot, too. Willie the which home is, cook. I got a baking or a, a pizza stone pretty much to put the bread on the dough. Because, boom, you pre- make sure that's definitely preheated with the oven. I actually broil it for like 10 minutes before I even start the preheating. So make sure the stone is nice and hot on top. And then when you let it preheat for a good while that so you make sure that stone gets into the good temperature throughout so when you put your dough on it instantly starts cooking that bottom and that makes it really not stick to it that's the key what i did that bread i had to wiggle a little bit but there was nothing on that stone left there was nothing stuck to it at all like i wanted to stick a little bit i just had to rotate a little bit came free Hmm. but yeah bread has been easy actually oh i should i meant to do this I got a little notebook here that I first things first I did was put uh, measurement conversions from cups to grams for different types of things. Of course, you got the uh, <laughs> bread flour, regular flour, and, and just your normal dry goods, granulated sugar, brown sugar, and then uh, and then just for and a whole nother thing for honey, molasses, and syrup. Just because I want because you need to make sure you use by weight. Not by uh, uh, cups, because cup manufacturers, there's variations between them. 
cups is not a cup is not a cup is not a cup for different ones. So grams is a gram is a gram though. And then uh, first recipe in there is for my artisan bread. <laughs> and I messed up a little bit and had to cross out something, but yeah, yeah, I put that in. And so everything's here. I'm gonna start putting recipes in there, and it's gonna be nice. Cool. Willie's cooking adventures. I think he needs a Willie's cooking adventures Instagram or something. Indeed. Don't tell me how to live my life, you motherfuckers. But uh, it's a good idea. There, Pictures a lot, didn't happen, man. There's Picture a lot of cool happen. food stuff on Instagram where people will yeah. share recipes and share what they've created and stuff like that. It's really kind of cool. Oh yeah, but yeah. Once again, like you can only do so much with taking a picture of it. Like That's people true. can't taste it. That's true. Oh yeah, and I also made my own taco seasoning too by just mixing different spices. I mean, I followed a recipe. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't just like, yeah, this will be good, and that'll be good. No, I <laughs> followed a recipe, man. But I got a little container that I uh, put it in. Boom, it, it works out great. I love that container too. It, uh, that container was a good idea for that taco season in particular. It's just uh, the only thing for the uh, that I didn't already have for the taco seasoning is I had to go get um, garlic powder and onion powder because. Well, since I've been cooking, I haven't. I, I don't need garlic powder, onion powder, because I just use actual garlic and actual onions, so I don't need the powder. So I had to go get that, and uh, I mean, garlic powder and onion powder are good, you know, when you when you do need it. But I mean, I mo- if I have an option, I'm because once again, I told you, chopping onions is my favorite goddamn thing to do. Don't don't try and take that away from me. I would never dream of it. Love chopping onions. I won't take your dream from you, Willie. I'm Thank here. you. I'm not a dream crusher. You're a dream weaver, baby. And uh, I did watch a weird movie. What was it called? It was Willie's is Ethan Hawke Predestination. That's what it was. It came out in 2015. It's a weird movie. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything of it. It's weird. It's worth a watch. The story, you're going to be guessing, making theories the whole time. You're going to be wrong. You're going to be partially right, and you're going to be wrong. Until you, until the end, you're like, oh, oh, oh. And then that's how it goes. I guess one of the Douglas movies has been recommended to watch a bunch, and he still never watched it. Predestination? Yeah, it's, it's, that's his fifth element. God, why'd you have to bring that up? Now he's, now he's going to push it back <laughs> even further. Sorry, what? I wasn't paying attention. See? I doubt that. What? I said what? I doubt that. What? You know you heard it. You're just uh, propagating this fucking joke. Huh? Just fucking no. watch the movie, Chris. <laughs> I watch plenty of movies. And drink this crushed up thrashed apple. Multipass. Bachman, what you been getting into? Wrap things up for us. Uh see, last couple of weeks, uh, I got to use some of my power tools, which is fun. I uh had taken off our handrail when we first moved in the house back in October and it's just been in the garage this whole time. Uh, finally got around to sanding it off, got it stained, got, uh, like five or six layers of clear coat put on it, uh, painted all the hardware with, uh, just black Krylon spray paint and the stain itself is a real dark black stain. So yeah, now our handrails, you can still see wood grain in it, but it's been reinstalled and is up and is looks dark as shit. I love it. Uh, got our mantle hung up on our new fireplace where we got the wall extended all the way up to the ceiling above where the fireplace was. And then, um, what was the other thing? Oh, I got to use my sawzall yesterday because we, uh, Jana took three rose bushes out, just dug the suckers right out of the ground by herself over the last couple of weeks as she's been starting to work on the yard stuff. And 
yesterday I took my saws all to those little fuckers and made them fit in the trash can. So they're not bushes anymore. They're little tiny twigs. But yeah, we've been uh, updating all the stuff in and outside of the house. She's gone crazy. The backyard looks awesome. And I'm loving having a mowing service because our yard's been mowed twice and I haven't touched the fucking yard. So that's been fantastic. Um, we got... Uh, both of us finished off the the new archive for Dead by Daylight and kind of taking a break now because just the game's been crazy. They've been trying a bunch of different MMR matchmaking stuff, and some days it's been good, and other days it's been god-awful. And so it's nice to have the rift done, and honestly, I'm probably not buying the next battle pass for the behavior for Dead by Daylight just because it, it's time to take a break for that till like maybe like the anniversary event rolls around. Just because it's just it's grind after grind after grind, and it's just it's getting kind of like super repetitive. But I did finish off um, getting every achievement except one in Ghost of Tsushima. Finished the game. The only achievement I don't have is the one where you kick somebody off of a building and they die from the fall. So it's like "Eh, I'm going to get that on my second playthrough, so I'm not worried about it. So since I was finally done with Ghost of Tsushima. I actually dove into Uncharted, and I'm now 50% through the first Uncharted game. Had an absolute blast with the shooting the rocket launcher machine gun backward sequence as you're being chased through the jungle. And, like, these fools are coming at you in, you know, Jeeps and ATVs all stuff, and you're just unloading with the machine gun while the, uh, the cinematographer chick that you found is driving the Jeep. That whole sequence was just a fucking blast. Uh, the driving around the jet ski thing sucks, though, because, like, you can't drive and aim and shoot at the same time. So that part was really annoying when you, like, hit L2 to zoom in to shoot. Like, your engine dies, which it just seems, like, poorly designed. But it's also, it's the first game. So, you know, I'm giving it some leeway because, you know, it's not going to be the very best because it's the first one. But, yeah, so I'm halfway through the first one already. And, yeah, I've got them all lined up. So I'm going to do all of the, un- I'm going to do the three Uncharted's. Then I'm going to do the three Bioshocks. Then I'm going to do uh, Mass Effect Legendary. Uh, you're missing a couple of games in the Uncharted. There's four of them, actually. Yeah, but I have three of them that I got for free on PlayStation. Okay, so that's fair. what I'm playing. Well, they gave the fourth one for free sometime, at some point with PS Plus. Did they? Well, then maybe yeah. I do have them all four then. And there's also another my one, The Lost Legacy, that is kind of an offshoot. It's the Hobbs and Shaw of the Uncharted series. <laughs> the Hobbs and Shaw of Uncharted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it so, pretty much is because yeah. it takes. Uh, yeah, and these games only get better, Bachman. Yeah, they only exactly. get better yeah, and better and better. Yeah, and there's been a couple of situations where, like, I'm sitting there trying to do little climbing challenges where you're doing the dude raider stuff where you're trying to jump from ledge to ledge, and like some of them, like, it's a little wonky. Like the controls aren't fantastic. You know, I go to shoot a gun and I kind of shoot next to a guy and I see him fall over. It's like, eh, it's an old game. Like shit like that happens. So yeah, I'm not not I'm not trying to judge it by today's current standards. So it makes it a you know it's a little more fun if you're just not too fucking yeah, overly critical of an old ass game. 2007, I want to say something like first that. Game? Yeah, let me tell us because the second one came out in 2009. Yeah, I do remember out, that. So, yeah. So yeah, I'm not trying to be overly critical, but yeah, having fun with it. And yeah, I I, I hit the 50 percent point yesterday, so I'm halfway through the first one. And then yeah, I've got those. You know, I've got like nine games lined up. And then, yeah, because I keep looking at that going, well, I don't need to buy Lego Skywalker Saga yet. Like, I've got nine games lined up. I can wait for it. But the, that last night, Jay, I was just like, we need another game we can play together because I'm sick of playing Dead by Daylight and Fortnite. It's like, well, we could get Lego. But I'm not sure if I want to spend 60 bucks on it or wait for Christmas and get it on sale. But well, that will probably be the game we get next because, yeah, I do. I had the 
when they did the first complete version of the Star Wars Legos, which was the first six films on Xbox. And that was one of those games where I'd, I'd gotten some ridiculous thing, like 80% of it complete when I ended up like getting rid of my Xbox 360 and selling off all my games as like it ridiculously, I would want to get the Skywalker one and actually hundred percent it because I'm crazy. And I just love those Lego games. They're super fun, but it'll be a fun one that you know, we can play together. Cause you know, you have the, when you do the dual screen on the Lego games, those are always a blast. Um, other than that, we've been watching a bunch of stuff. Uh, we got sling back, so we got uh, access to TV. Um, they added an on demand feature for sling. So you basically can watch old episodes of TV shows that they have in their catalog. Uh, so she found that they had on there one that she had told me to watch cause she loved it that I'd always wanted to watch, but never got to see. So we started watching the face off show that was on sci-fi USA back in the day. Great show. Weirdly, uh, they have almost all of the episodes we don't know why but from season one all they have is the season finale episode eight they don't have the first seven episodes but then starting with season two episode one they have every episode to like season 14 so we don't know why it's you know probably something with some weird contract somewhere but the first seven episodes are missing so we just started with season two and just watched started watching that like yesterday or Friday. But yeah, so we've already watched like the first eight episodes, I think. We've torn through it. And yeah, it was great seeing like the the first episode where like Tom Savini showed up and like, you know, they're meeting these bad ashes and special effects. And yeah, just some of the stuff these artists are capable of doing in like a 24 hour period. It's just insane. Some of it's just so the, the concepts are so amazing. The actual finished products are so good. And then some of the bad ones are so bad that it's super entertaining to see. So yeah, we've been enjoying that. Uh, last night we finished, or we almost finished the second episode. We started watching the, the Chucky Show, which is the USA-based show um, done by uh, Don Mancini, the guy that created uh, Child's Play. And this is the show that they did while the other group of people were off making that new reboot movie, which was... Nah. But yeah, while that was happening... Brad Dorf was doing the voice of the doll over on a USA show where they have Chucky on TV now. And it's fucking great. Like it's, they don't go overboard when, you know, with the, the violence too much, it kind of eases you in for the show, but like, it's like seeing some of the kills they've done on network, well, not network, but cable TV. It's kind of impressive. Like what they were, what like USA was able to say, yeah, no, go for it. It's a fucking horror show. And it's weird. Cause yeah, the kids that are involved, like the main cast, it's supposed to be middle schoolers. So they're like, you know, sixth, seventh graders. And it's, yeah, it's really good acting. It's some really cool special effects. Uh, it's awesome seeing Devin Sawa as, a uh, as the, the dad in the show. And he Devin plays a Sawa? Pair. Yeah, he plays a pair of twins. So he's the dad of the main character, and he's also a dad of another side character, the cousin. What does he look like now? It's it's pretty cool because yeah, the he he looks very different as the two characters, but it's awesome seeing him on there. But yeah, so we've been enjoying that, watching the first two Chucky's, and then of course, yeah, uh, we got Sling back. So the first thing I started doing was on the on demand. They have the last ten episodes of Rampage and Dynamite. And so I've been catching up on my wrestling. And so I, I also, I, I pointed out to Sling and to, uh, I tweeted at like AEW and Tony Khan, super fucking annoying. Uh, TNT and TBS do their thing. It's like, hey, we're going picture in picture. You won't miss a thing. All of that shit's cut. All of that shit is cut when you rewatch it on Sling. They replace the commercials that played at the time and the side-by-side picture in picture stuff and show you new commercials. 
So it literally cuts the commercial. You watch six commercials. It comes back and, you know, three minutes of the match has kept going and you have no fucking idea what happened. So that part of the on-demand feature fucking sucks because it's like, you know, TBS and TNT, they have their contract written a certain way so that AEW can keep showing what's happening live during the commercials instead of recording those and playing them. Like when it's on DVR, when I went and rewatched Dynamite from this week, I'm seeing the picture in picture during the commercial. So I'm not fast forwarding, but on the on-demand feature on Sling, they replace the commercials with new commercials they want to show you. It's like, well, that sucks because now you're actually cutting out show content. But other than that, it's been awesome. So, yeah, I've been catching up with, like, I got to see kind of, like, the fall of, like, the inner circle falling apart. I got to see Wardlow going crazy against MJF. I got to see uh, what Chris had talked about, the uh, the the back and forth between MJF and uh, CM Punk before Revolution this year. I'm actually I'm almost caught up to all the Revolution stuff. And then I'll probably watch, like, uh, try to find, like, a YouTube video that's got, like, all the highlights from Revolution and then get caught the rest of the way up. So, yeah, at this point, I might actually start getting the the pay-per-views again. Because, yeah, AEW is just so goddamn entertaining. And then, yeah, getting introduced to new characters. Like, I'd never seen a Switchblade wrestle before. I'd never seen Keith Lee. Um, I did watch... He's uh, Limitless. He's Limitless. Uh, getting sure. caught up on the whole uh, Blackpool Combat Club thing, where fucking Brian Danielson and Moxley are just putting together the, the most violent bastards in the world. Did you watch Rampage from this Friday? Yes, I've seen the Yuta match. The Wheeler Yuta and Moxie was they fucking made, fantastic. They made that kid a star. Yeah, that that fucking match. Because yeah, like I remember, I saw the first match with him and fucking Moxie where he just stomped him in like thirty seconds, like it was ridiculous. But yeah, like the idea that you've got Regal running around leading fucking Moxley and Danielson and they just beat people up enough to see if they're really tough. Like that's such a great concept for a team. Cause it's like none of the guys on this team even really like each other, but they just happen to be the toughest fucking bastards in the world. So they're going to stand shoulder to shoulder. And it's like, I like that. Cause it's not like, Oh, we love each other. We're brothers. We're family. It's like, no, he's fucking tough and I'm fucking tough. And we're going to go see how tough you are. It's like, God but, damn. but are, would they be considered the toughest guy in letter kitty? I would put John Moxley <laughs> up against Wayne any day. John Moxley. What about what about Joint Boy? <laughs> oh, Joint Boy ain't got shit on Moxley. Really? What about oh, fake yeah. Vin Diesel in there? I forget what is his name. Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, fake he Vin is Diesel. fake Vin Diesel. You can't change my mind. <laughs> he, he does look like it. But yeah, no, I'd put Moxley and Danielson up against those dudes any day, and that would be a fun watch to watch. But yeah, so it's been fun catching up on yeah on all the AEW stuff. And yeah, watching some of even yeah some of the the tag team matches where like I was never really a big fan of FTR, but yeah, seeing uh, one of those matches they did against the Young Bucks, like I was just fucking, it was fantastic. It was really impressive. So yeah, I'm I'm almost caught up. I think I have like five more dynamites and rampages to catch up between. Like I watched the new ones from this week, but I haven't seen like the stuff post Revolution leading up to this week. So I've got I think four episodes of each to watch. So, yeah, I've been watching that as I've been doing stuff in the house. Uh, I actually did a, a, the girlfriend's daughter fashion. I took her dad's comics and actually cataloged them for her, cleaned them all up, threw away the old bags and boards, put them all in new brags and boards, alphabetized them, and put them in a new comic box for her. I did that while I was watching wrestling yesterday. So it's nice to now have, you know, wrestling on demand that I can put on the background and just watch that stuff as I'm catching up on it. And, yeah, just really enjoying, yeah, some of the new characters I haven't seen wrestle before and then also seeing, yeah, just... Like the crazy shit with like QT Marshall's just still being an egghead and just, you know, 
AEW is so much fun. I just, I love it. It's such a blast. And, you know, I'm always happy when I can see a boy and his dinosaur. Those are the funnest matches ever. Jungle Jack Perry and Luchasaurus are the coolest fucking tag team, I think, in the history of wrestling. Like, they're just fucking entertaining. And goddamn, that Jungle Boy is a tough fucking kid. And I don't know how he wrestles with 40 pounds of hair. Like, I don't either. That dude is just a giant mop top. It's crazy how big he is muscular-wise, and yet his hair is still so much bigger than he is. But yeah, so been enjoying the hell out of that. And yeah, that's what, I, that's what I've been doing lately and what yeah. I'll be doing later. Jungle watch Boy, wrestling. I say this half-jokingly, has prettier hair than his girlfriend. <laughs> Fair enough. I get told the enough. same thing myself. Uh, and Anna Jay's got a nice head of hair on her, but Jungle Boy's hair is just fantastic. He's, the boy's got some fantastic <laughs> hair. But yeah, so I'm getting back into AEW and loving it. That's what I've been up to. Well, I'm glad that uh, Bachman's all elite. Damn right. Willie, are you all elite? Yeah. Let me know when the game comes out. I'll let you know if it's any good. I'm looking forward to it, actually. I would have to see a review and see how it plays. We'll see then. They're working. I am interested, though. They're working yeah. with, uh, what's the company? Ukes, I think is what it is. That used to and do. And you know what Ukes did? It's true. Ukes did the N64 games. What, the two Ukes? That... The two Ukes? Yeah, I know what and... you're doing there, Bob. We're not going back to my cousin Vinny. <laughs> and before we tie a bow on it there, the person at AEW who's responsible for working the, uh, the console game is one Kenny Omega, who is a big video game fan and Ooh. enthusiast himself. So... Well, They'll yeah, that, time. and I believe, don't they have Aubrey Edwards helping with all that stuff too? Cause she's, she's like married working, to a game designer. Well, she was a game designer and stuff before. Yeah. She was a she game was designer referee. is married to a game designer. So yeah, she's been I think working she's the involved mobile in all games. that stuff too. Yeah. Like she does the elite general manager game and the casino game that they don't talk about anymore. Wait, they came out with that. Yeah. The elite yeah, general manager a, games out. Yeah. It's when a phone did that come out? Right? I remember seeing news about it. What, Six, now, nine months like, ago, maybe a year. No, I looked for it. It wasn't there. It's it's out. Seemed like I looked like November or something. I was out then, because they released mm-hmm. DLC. Why are you lying to me? Is it is it Apple exclusive or something? No, it's on Maybe both. You can't I have get it on, on both my phone. devices. Huh? I'm sorry. Did I just hear you have both Android and iOS? Maybe when Willie searched for it, he spelled it wrong. Yes. It is three letters. Willie, All Elite Wrestling General Manager came out July fifteenth, twenty twenty one. There you go. Well, maybe my time frame is just fucked up. Like, you have both <laughs> iOS and Android. What is wrong with you? I have a iOS tablet and an Android phone because Android tablets suck. Oh, fair enough. I do like my iPad. It's good got boy. some good, good comics on it. All right. No matter on... how much Amazon tries to ruin the Comicsology app. On that note, though, everyone, friendly reminder: we do stream this show live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Geeks.live, and also www.nerds.live you can find us on both those sites uh-huh. because we like to make it easy to find us and i did see we had a few folks in the chat room today so thank you everyone who did join us in the chat room and we hope you come back next sunday for more of our shenanigans but before we shut down this live stream you guys have any uh final parting thoughts for the people i'm gonna go find my copy of the cape Ugh. And destroy it, right? And, yeah, and burn it. And watch That'll it. That'll be $4 worth of fun. Will I'll it give blend? you that. I bet it'll yeah. blend. Watch it. Love me Will, some keys. Real, you're going back that far. Will it blend? Yeah, why not? I haven't heard, I even thought about that. Not How many look, years? Look, we started the show talking about the history of the internet with different bits. We're going to well, end we it talking about the history of the internet. Will it blend, right. really? 
Will and I'm going, I'm going to state that I'm also working on a side project. Uh, it's a solo podcast called Tit Talk with Willie. I'm kidding, of course, but yes. No. No. I'm going to go read my Fangoria. Don't go check out Willie's new show because it sounds like What's it's called? indulging in his ridiculousness. But thank you, everyone, for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us, atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com, on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.